Yeah, I am, Mike. I'm Mayor Poppins, y'all. Yeah. Doctor said I need a backyotomy. Oh, son of a bitch. Good to see you all. Good to see you, chaps. Yes, it's good to be here. It's good to be here with you guys. We haven't done this in seven months. It's been a long time. Those guys that were doing it before you thought were us, but they weren't. They were imposters. They were they were AI. And see, they were just as shitty as the real thing. So AI has not advanced that much yet. Yeah, they said we need somebody to test this AI uh, that's not that no one's going to miss, and jokes can be replicated easily. And they gave us a Subway gift card. Yeah, and we said okay. And that's what, what a sandwich. You know, speaking yeah. of the AI, dude, like holy shit! I don't know if you guys have seen that. I think it was like two weeks ago. The uh, they tested an AI with a Joe Rogan show, the, the Joe Rogan podcast, and it sounded just fucking like him. Like you couldn't tell the difference. It was AI. It was complete AI. And the guy that he was interviewing was AI too, but there was if someone hadn't told you that that was AI, you would have literally thought that was Joe Rogan interviewing that guy. We're all going to die, and yeah, we can't even fuck it yet. It's fucking scary. I know. At least let us have sex with the AI first before you kill us all. Right. Priorities. Priorities. Yeah. If you're going to replace us with it, replace us with something we can fuck. Oh, and also beyond not just the fucking, but uh, so PS5 Pro. It may be on horizon, so don't rush out and buy a PS5 because apparently, it? yeah, it can have sex with you. It's going to be the next big thing, but no, it's apparently it's uh there. The rumors are that it's going to drop in uh, winter of this year or early or spring of 2024, which is pissing off a lot of fucking people because, as you know, uh, some of you guys that would know, Final Fantasy 16 is releasing in June, and then oh, Spider-Man God. 2 is releasing in uh, the fall of this year. So a lot of people are saving up money or whatever, blowing dicks or whatever to get that money to get a PS5. And then if they go out and get a PS5, then all of a sudden PS5 Pro comes out. They're going to be like, what the fuck? Because, you know, that's why it's, but it does make sense. I mean, these, there is no actual like concrete evidence that there is a PS5 in the works, but a lot of rumors have circulated that they're getting ready to send out dev kits for the PS5 Pro. And if, the, if any indication of PlayStation, about the third year of their lifespan, they usually do release a like a like member PlayStation Four. They've released the PlayStation Four Pro, mm -hmm. more slightly, uh, you know, more aerodynamic and smaller and easier to put in your shelf. It was a little bit more powerful. That's what they'll probably wind up doing. Because you guys have seen the new the PS Fives are big, giant, fucking robot looking things. That's that's my excuse for my dick, by the way. I'm like it's smaller, but it's more aerodynamic, and it it makes me able to be more powerful with it. Sure, that's, that's, you can go that's, with it. You can go with it if you if that makes yeah. you feel better. Just rock Maybe that. Maybe it's Rock that big dick energy. Just say it. Just right. it's a little tiny wiener with aerodynamic. If I looks. say it, it will come true. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Nope, still small. Fuck. Yeah, I knew it. It's Damn a it. bullshit lie. But yeah, um, yeah, it's pretty I'm interesting like stuff that. though. That 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 news there. But I don't know if they'll do it or not. It, it, but I'm just saying, if you guys are interested in getting a PlayStation Five, I would probably wait at least. Maybe at least till 2024, just in case. Because you don't want to rush out and get one, and you're like, son of a fucking bitch. I don't even have a PlayStation 4, much less that would necessitate a PlayStation 5. Well, you need to work on that. Well, that's no one the else's last fault one? but your own. Yeah, it's PlayStation 4. That's a, the, Oh, so I thought that 5 was... I thought 5 was already out. I thought that already happened. What? So, oh, there's not a 5 right now? You fuck someone ass? What? No. Yeah. Yes, yes. No, there, yo, there's a PS5 now. PS4 was the oh. last generation. Then there was like, what I'm saying, like, when I say PS4 uh, Pro, or that's like the, you know, like the Elite. Remember when Xbox 360 came out with like the Xbox 360 Elite and shit like that? It was like yeah. a black console with all that stuff. All the extra bells racist. and whistles. 
Well, I'm not the one with Twitters, though. Now, don't you start with me, Twitters. (laughs) Did you hear what that man said? He called Xbox black. It was white once. I thought Bill Gates. I thought Bill Gates was black. I've been mistaken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, tits, McGee. Jonathan, man, thanks, buddy. He said, "Hey guys, would y'all ever do a man butt sex movie with the American Pie franchise?" Also. I love you guys. Keep up the mediocre work. Just All right. kidding. Yeah, I mean, don't have to worry about that. Just like in the bedroom and just like on stream, mediocre mm-hmm. is our middle name. But the stream lasts a lot longer. Yeah, I wish we could. Well, actually, sure. no girl would want to be in the bed with us for two hours or three hours. I wouldn't even know what no. to do with myself. I mean, what am I going to do with all the fucking extra time? We couldn't even tag team her. You know? No, it wouldn't even work. Just get tired. It's like, it's, it's after, it's you know, like, after it's so like man, I need to go get a cigarette and like play a video game now. It's yeah, too much I'm time. You know, like 15 like seconds. You know what I used to like to do after sex? I used to like to drive around. I was like, I'm going to go for a drive. You listen that to like, looks No Easy Way Out? Yeah. yeah. Because she's like, oh, shit, I might have got her pregnant. No Easy Way Out, child support or anything else. Then you got to fucking deal with it. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe it's it's my it's it's my need to. It's my fear of commitment. That's what it is. I just I come I and just, I run. Dude, I always like to just like, I don't know, fucking smoke a cigarette like by the moonlight. <laughs> like you're sitting <laughs> there in your boxers and like the smoke is pluming up. You're like a fucking character in Sin City. The black and white I never, version. I never understood the cigarette after sex. I don't know. It just tastes good. It's like fucking having breakfast and smoking a cigarette and having coffee. I love I love having a cigarette after a beer. I love having a cigarette after I eat. Uh, and I'll have a cigarette after sex. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I just never felt special. Because it's not like the 90s. You can't just smoke it in the bedroom. It's like, all right, I'm done. I'm going to pull up my pants, put on my overalls, go outside into the snow and stand in the fucking corner. You know, no, that doesn't look cool. You got, you got, you got, just, you got to just nut up and do it like Stallone. You got to just stand, you got to stand or Van Damme stand butt naked by the window and just smoke a cigarette. Or be like Arnold, be like, my wife can't say anything to me because I smoke a stogie because her yeah. dad smokes stogies and he never says anything wrong. I don't have to ask like you. Yeah. <laughs> and if your girl say, God, don't smoke in the house, like, shh. <laughs> I've already done everything I can do with you. Just kidding. But as far as an American Pie thing, uh, yeah, I thought we did. I thought we've done a couple of American Pie movies. Oh, yeah. We didn't even answer his question. Yeah. <laughs> just moved right along. Sorry, man. Uh, we know we never have done the American Pie franchise. And I think not, in, not in a, I thought we reviewed one of them or we did a commentary for one of them. Maybe. I think we did maybe. one for the first one. I think we did a commentary for the first American Pie for Patreon. I think, I think it's on our Patreon. I think you may be right. Uh, and how well, so obviously, you don't go past three, nobody goes past three. Everybody knows you go, you don't go out. No, past don't do mouth, that, don't do it, which is not true. That was that's an outdated reference. <sighs> Everyone goes ass to mouth now. Mm-hmm. God damn, dude, I was telling Mike before this just for a second. I, I got a pinched nerve in my neck, dude. I swear to god, the pain is so goddamn unbelievable. I want a free base crack. I just want to fucking what, free base it, and I don't give a shit if my teeth fall out. I'll probably fucking give the best blowjobs ever to continue my crack addiction because this pain fucking sucks. That's 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 by the way, that's that's how he injured it. That's what reminded him. I said, yeah, I was was, they went, Oh, I can't do that. Too yeah, much. like, well, no, it was just too many guys in a row. I knew I should have stopped after five. Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. circus seal. You tell one of them you like it rough, and then, then the next guy walks in, looks like Terry yeah. Cruz, and just they grabs just, you, they all, just yeah. shoves it in. You know? They all lined up like it was half off a casino. When I was just doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like to play the slots. I don't know if you guys know of any uh, home remedies for that shit. I got um, some like over the counter like ointment for it. Uh, you know, I don't know if there's like I, those exercises they say to do. They're not fucking working. I don't. And I don't want to go to the chiropractor because I don't want to wind up being like a fucking like you know cripple or something. Because I always get scared of that shit. I know by the way that that happens. <laughs> Somebody clip that shit. Uh, 
<laughs> but uh, I know it happens, you know, rarely, but I always hear those horror stories about people like go in there and then they, they wind up with like paraplegics and shit. I don't want to even deal with that. Uh, oh, massagers? No, chiropractors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to be careful with that. Yeah, I'm not doing I that. Just, dude, I got some shit over the counter because I, I too am old and I hurt my back all the time. Got some shit. Katie got it for me. So Tiger's Balm? Mm. Fucking... I'm telling you, dude, it's like ancient Chinese secret. Uh, oh. It's like the shit that they used in Karate Kid. You open it up and you can hear it crackling like a fucking Pop Rocks thing. Like if you listen to it like a seashell, you can hear it like karate chopping inside. And you put it on your shit and it's like menthol. It's yeah. hot. It's fucking yeah. hot. And it's you'll stink. You That's the downside is that you smell like shit. But when you rub it on there, dude, it's, it starts to get hot and it starts to karate chop your fucking your pain. Mm. And it actually helps a little bit, but don't make the mistake I made because I put some on and went to the movies. I had some butterfingers and some popcorn, and I'll sit there oh, yeah. eating popcorn, dude. And all of a sudden, my lips went numb. <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, what did I do?" And then I googled it, and it was like, "If you ingest any of this at all, you will die." And I was like, "So I had a panic attack, and I spent the rest of the movie just like waiting for my heart to stop." It sounds like Sex Panther. It's illegal in nine countries, and sometimes it works. No, it was it sixty five percent. It works all the time. Yeah, yeah, sixty five percent of the time it works every time. Yeah, it's illegal. Like, it's illegal in nine countries. Tiger's Balm, dude. Get get some of that shit. Just don't eat it. Yeah. Well, I was gonna just get the regular Vicks vapor rub shit, and then I was just like, whatever. I don't know if that would even work. Probably not. I always well. feel like when I do that, like when I'm doing that, I feel like remember that scene in uh, Ninja Turtles one where he's like, ah. He's coming in from his exercise. Michelangelo, yeah. like he picks up turtle wax. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I the, even the, that. See, the turtle turtles would have used tiger's bomb. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, Wyatt Atley says, "Hey guys, and thank you, Wyatt." Says, "Hey guys, I can't stay as I'm at work, but I hope you all have a great stream. And don't forget, everyone, that you all are loved and you're good enough all the time." Have a great evening, guys. Hey, thanks, Talking Wyatt. That's a powerful message. Hey, everyone, it's Tony Robbins. That's what I like yeah. to hear on the stream. That gets you going. Yeah. Oh, God damn, this kid really you pumps you up. Pulls. He's just like role models. He's a good man. He's a good man, Stephen. Thank you, Wyatt. Thanks, Wyatt. And he's right. Oh, He's absolutely fucking right. You guys got to remember that. And also, don't pee on the electric fence or in the wind unless you carry a weapon. Yeah. Lori Holt. I that's that name so fucking familiar, but I don't know your probably because your last name. That's it. God mm -hmm. damn it. Do y'all ever plan to do any skits with Michael and Loomis? We've never done one, but we've heard of some guys who do them pretty good. Yeah, I don't know if, if that's even in the cards. I it just sounds so cheesy and corny. Yeah, they just smack each other. Yeah, it's dumb. I don't know. I'm not into that kind of stuff. I'm not into that fucking slapstick shit. <laughs> that reminds <laughs> me of when we were talking to Christopher. Or no, we were talking to, I think it was, it was like on one of his podcasts. It was like right after he came on our show and I was watching his podcast and he was like, yeah, I'm not into like stupid dick jokes and like fart jokes and stuff like that. I don't think that shit's funny at all. And then he comes to like, like the fucking Mecca of stupid dick jokes and fart jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't really like, I don't really like that kind of stuff. I'm not really into religion. You get me? And then you take a fucking trip to Jerusalem and you go to the temple <laughs> yeah i mean i'm sure I'm, I'm we've got some stuff in the pipeline i'm sure it'll come up at some point yeah i mean we'll do them i mean you just always got to yeah. come up with a good idea and it's got to hit right and we got some in the in the in the old tank as they like to say the, nobody mm -hmm. says that but we have some good ideas for them but um nobody watches them anymore not anymore um and i understand why i don't understand why anybody watched them to begin with but i know that no one watches them now but i will say this you can always count on them in october i can promise you that greg yeah. tony colette Lori Lori. thank you Lori. 
and we will we will we should do at the end of every single one of those michael myers will be back the wonderful and amazing michael and loomis will be back we'll yeah, return in 2020 well, i can't i can't i, I can't speak yeah, of that we'll yet get, we haven't gotten into the spoiler yet but we'll get into there raymond is tired raymond looks like he has come in his butt. <laughs> he Raymond that. looks like me trying to go through every single season of Walking Dead and getting burned out by nine. Because <laughs> you're just like, this whole fucking thing sucks now. That's true. After nine yeah. or after eight, it gets really bad for me. Or in, that, in the same spirit, he looks like you waiting for the fucking Marvel post scene to finally come on after 17 billion. Well, it also looks like me and my, my ex marriage realizing that she cheated on me and not being surprised at all. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But he's wearing protection. In the top yeah, he's left got a little, corner, he's got a little he thing on his noggin. Uh, Loomis, can you ask Michael why his feet stink? Uh, you got he's not gonna answer you. Okay, he's deaf, dumb, stupid. His feet stink because he doesn't wash them and he stomps around and shit all day, usually his own. He poops while he walks like a horse. It's true. And you know, what, he probably does do that. Funny. Like, you know, how horses like clop around and like shit comes out and they just walk, <laughs> they keep walking. That's how Michael probably just that's why I was like, Have you ever seen him use the bathroom? No, he literally shits while he walks. <laughs> he was that shit just falls out yeah, it just rolls out of his that's why, they never, that's why they never film his feet <laughs> it's just you see turds coming out now again yeah that's why i can't sneak up on anybody anymore shit mm-hmm. smells <laughs> yeah. michael is here <laughs> oh shit tits um so guardians of the galaxy that's what we're here to talk about tonight my friends that and pizza rolls these rolls are uh, amazing. Better than Mega Bites. <laughs> I'm all out of pizza rolls. Um, but yeah, so Guardians of the Galaxy, there will be spoilers. But mm-hmm. honestly, I don't feel like there's that much to spoiler. Like, if you go into the movie, all I knew when I went into the movie was that um, there's a, and uh, yeah, okay, it's, I could say this because it's a spoiler stream. Duh. <laughs> Stupidity yeah. leak. Um, is that like, the fucking raccoon gets tortured for like two and a half hours. <laughs> and that's all I knew. Like yeah. that raccoon is going to get tortured and you're going to cry. And that's all I knew. And well, honestly, there's I, not much beyond that. I'd seen, I told Mike, he was going, I said, I, dude, I fucking love this movie. I thought this movie was really good. I really did enjoy myself. And I, and I feel like, and I told Mike, I was like, to me, it's just as good as the first one. Uh, and it's a high, it's a lot more emotional. And I actually, and I was shocked at how like emotional I got watching this film. Because I didn't think I was going to, I mean, but the torture, well, the torture scene, yes, the, Rocky Raccoon, you get his backstory, and it's a tragic backstory, which we all knew it was, but you get to see it in all of its glory, so to speak. And uh, I I was, dude, for like, I don't know, the first 30 minutes, I was like, fucking like, goddamn, I'm fucking, like, I was tearing up at some of those parts. And, and it was CG, and you wouldn't think that would kind of get that reaction, but with the way they interwove the animals and stuff like that, I, um, I just watched the interview with James Gunn and he was like, yeah, at first I thought it was stupid. I was like, oh, it's like Bugs Bunny in the middle of the Infinity War. But the more he thought about it, the more that he could implement it and have this backstory open up and everybody related to it. Because if you see all these animals and they're being experimented on by the high evolutionary, which is the main villain in the movie, by the way, he's fucking great. The high evolutionary in this movie is goddamn solid. That's your that should be the main MCU villain. That guy right there. Um, not Kang. I, I like Kang too, but this dude, high evolutionary Chuck, uh, Chuck Awanda. I can't say his, I always call him Chuck. Uh, amazing actor. He was also in, um, uh, he's with Peacemaker, but, um, anyway, everybody could relate to this because we all have, you know, most of us have pets, like whether it be a fucking, you know, cat, dog, even a goldfish Woman. or whatever, seeing these yeah. like, uh, animals being tortured and genetically manipulated and t- all this stuff. That's, it really, I mean, it pulls at your heartstrings, dude. And honestly, this movie was really cool because you really, I never felt safe. 
because they fucked around a lot. I thought at one point I thought Drax was going to die like a hundred percent dead uh, because I, I realized this was the last movie for a lot of them. They're not coming back. And then uh, there's there, at the end of the movie, Chris Pratt, I thought he was fucking dead for sure. Uh, when he gets dead. caught out, when it gets caught out, well, he gets caught out in the space and he's he literally he's dead. And then well, he gets he rescued by Adam time. Warlock, by the way, uh, William Poulter, Will Poulter is, I think, uh, great. Awesome. Oh. Uh, I thought he was dead. So it never, n nobody, no main character in this movie felt safe, which I really did like. And it did make history as the first MCU, uh, MCU movie to drop the fuck bomb, which is really nice. It's really nice for them. That was a good scene. I like that scene because uh, it felt right. <laughs> like yeah. when, when he says that, because that's, I mean, generally, like if Star War Lord were a real person, do you think that that guy, that, that, that Dell may care type dude that he is, you know what I mean? Like, and he's not totally Han Solo, but he's sort of, in, you know what I yeah. mean? Like kind of that same attitude. Do you think that guy would walk around like, I'm not going to say fuck. I'm going to say, gee, Willikers, get away from there. Would you get in the gosh darn car? No, he yeah. would actually be like, would you get in the fucking car? Well, I guess Which it would depend like, on who he was raised by. But in, the, in this particular instance, he was raised by Yondu and Yondu cussed a lot. So, right, and he smoked marble reds. Probably, but maybe they maybe, maybe they didn't have a word for it in Yondu's language for fuck. Maybe that's why he never learned that. Until, until it was like later on, he started listening to more music, and then he got into like Master P, and then he's like, "Oh fuck, I see what that means now," and he started using uh, it more. Yeah, but you know yeah, that. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, uh, James Gunn. They asked him about the fuck word in the movie because it was a big deal. And this, you know, to be honest with you, I actually am kind of now after seeing this movie, I'm actually excited to see what James Gunn's going to do with DC. Because he actually did have a really cool um, collection of different themes running through there, where there was drama, there was like reunion, and there was like there was there was an amazing hallway action sequence with the Beastie Boys playing, fucking awesome. He had all these cool things that he interwove together, and the comedy, of course. Um, but it was funny because he was talking about the fuck word, and he said that uh, the uh, Kevin Feige was like, uh, he said there was a scene at the end of Endgame where. Um, the Russo brothers had a fuck word I, like Robert Downey Jr. He said he couldn't remember, but I think he said something like Robert Downey Jr. Put the gloves on. He's like, go fuck yourself. It was going to be like something like that. And then the Russo damn it, that would have been awesome. Well, they said, well, what happened is, is, is they were fine with it. The studio was fine with it. And then the Russo brothers was like, well, we don't want that to be our lasting legacy. The fuck thing. So, oh my God, a word. Well, they didn't put it in. So what happened was that. And then, so the Kevin Feige was like, well, it, to James Gunn, he's like, "Do you want that to be your legacy?" He's like, "Do you know who you're fucking talking to?" Yes, I want that to be my legacy. <laughs> and, and I was like, "That yeah. is amazing. That is That's amazing." Why I like James Gunn. Yeah. Hey, have you ever asked yourself that, people? Just real quick, have you ever asked yourself? I don't like curse words, and you curse too much. Have you ever asked yourself why you're not supposed to curse? Do you know why it's bad to curse? Has anyone ever told you? Have you ever questioned it? Because you know? you're going to hell. <laughs> to me, it's not a someone who's afraid to curse is actually a sign of someone with a lower IQ because you're doing something that you were told not to do or you're not doing something you were told not to do just because you were told not to do it and you don't even know why. Think about it. I've heard that I've heard two different coin, uh, two different sides of the coin. I've heard that people that curse often or more than the usual number, like we do, is a sign of yeah. low intelligence, which definitely we fit in that category because you can't figure out how to how to convey your thoughts without using dirty words. That's but then I've also heard that people that curse a lot or more than usual is actually a sign of intelligence. I don't know. I think so. I'm just going to go with the one that makes us look better. So it's a sign of intelligence. Question everything. That's what I'm saying. And yeah, I agree with that. I mean, now that being said, I went to the movie, dude. Fucking kids everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, kids. yeah, yeah. I was smart. Because I had crack I heard kids of... everywhere, but yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was a good crowd. Saw, son. It's a good crowd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, dude, I, I, go, I actually went on Twitter and it was like, hey, so I'm taking my kids to see Guardians of the Galaxy this weekend. Should I take my eight year old? Now, 
or my seven year old. I don't. I keep calling her eight. I don't know. What's I would have told her. I think that would be an hundred percent appropriate. I, but I know her, and like she cries during like everything, and like it's if something happens to something, she gets like deeply offended by it, and like will cry and like make mm. a scene, and we have to chloroform her. And I know uh, that every parent does that. Uh, so I see you follow it. a North Korean handbook, eh? <laughs> Six to seven times a week, I we see. hit her with the shock collar. You know, uh, I'm here to admit. No, I'm just kidding, obviously. But uh, you guys should be I, a part of the Honey Boo Boo cast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but like I, I, I was not gonna, and I put it on because I hadn't seen it. Obviously, I put it on, and a bunch of people were like, "No, don't, don't do it, don't, don't do it." And a bunch bad. of people were like, "I'm a, I'm a 40 year old man, and I wish I didn't see it." So I was actually expecting a lot more. I'm glad I didn't take her because it would have fucked her up. She cried. Oh yeah, emotionally, yeah, it would. Yeah, but I mean, as far as like just a general movie, I don't think it was that bad. No, no, overall, yeah, for sure. It's just the raccoon stuff. But that's what I told her. I was like, honey, so like, here's what's going to happen. Your mom's going to take you to see Super Mario while me and your sister go see this one. So you still get to go to the movies, but there's an animal that something bad happens to. And I, and yeah. by the time I finished that sentence, she was like, what? <laughs> She's like crying. And I'm yeah. like, oh, shit. So I'm thankful I didn't because it would have fucking wrecked her life. I'm shocked, though, speaking of that, uh, A, how many kids were in there? By the way, my theater smelled like pee. Uh it makes no sense because there's no carpet. So it had to be fresh pee because everything in the seats are leather. Everything's leather. So there's no carpet. But I had a stench mm. of pee. So I think that the row in front of us had brought their children, which is fine. It's a Marvel movie. I understand. I'm not going to get mad at them for it. And the kids were very well behaved. But yeah. like there was a there was a constant pee smell, like someone who lets their kids get saggy diapers and doesn't change them. And I could smell it the whole time. It's not like a hobo and, village. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm like I haven't had anything to drink, so I didn't pee yeah. on myself. Not that I do that anyways on tuesdays through thursdays but uh you have to have standards in this life but anyways no i just thought when watching it there's the fuck bomb there's obviously some violence there's some scary monsters those big octopus fucking things that with the yeah but yeah they look so fakey though they do they and it's also they look like fat trimmers with teeth i mean they i mean (laughs) trimmers had teeth but i mean they look like just fatter trimmers that's one of the things I felt like they went too far into. like i got sick of those things i got a little bit bored a little bit bored. i was like okay i and, and by the way, I enjoyed the movie as well. I thought it was a really it. good. It's the yeah. best fucking Marvel movie, no doubt, since No Way Home. One thousand percent. It's it's a hundred percent, and it feels bad because it's the last. I think it's the last one. I think it's the last one yeah. before it just goes down fucking south. After it's, this, and it will because James Gunn was the last bastion. You know, he I know. Was the most original. They let him read that Sam Raimi with <clears throat> you got to give Sam Raimi with Doctor. No, I give no. Good. Yeah, I give him that. But like, uh, yeah. Well, I feel. Well, I guess maybe that's why I got so emotional too because it was the it was the it was the last of the of, of the guard the old guard leaving. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was yeah. it. Like, you know, cause you had the death of, of Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, you know, it was gone. And then you're like, that's sad. I mean, obviously everything else about it was sad, but I'm saying, but now this is literally the last of the guard that are, that that's moving on. And then it's like, shit, man. Yeah. And that's, so I, I will say I didn't, it's not, I bet our ratings are actually probably pretty close to each other and we'll save that for the end of the stream or whatever. But like, I, I was very, as much as I liked it, just considering where I'm coming in to the MCU and stuff right now and how I feel about it, I enjoyed watching the movie more than I have a Marvel movie in a long time. But yeah. I still felt a little bit – I still felt that fatigue, though. I will say this. I still felt the superhero fatigue. Even watching it, I'm like, there were certain points where the it would get to you, it would hit you, and it would be like an emotional thing. Like there was a couple points with Star-Lord that got to me. Definitely the stuff with Rocket, I understand. I kept waiting for like it to tie in a little bit better than it ever did. Yeah. And at the end, it felt like they had so much to wrap up. It felt like they sped, it felt like they sped through it a little bit. And nothing, 
none of the um, real emotional pulls had time to truly land and fuck me up. Like I didn't cry. Not once. I almost cried four times. You soulless bastard. I cried everything. I cried during the fucking previews, man. But you like soulless I, bastard. They didn't give it enough time to marinate. Instead, we had to go back to a 20 minute CGI action fight, which I just I understand. But like at some point, two and a half hours of it, I'm sort of like, I'd really rather get back to emotional like character stuff, honestly. And then everybody throws tomatoes at me. And that's yeah, why well, I, I, I got I, I mean, some of it was it took me a minute once I actually like I just let go. I was like, all right, you know what? I want this movie to be a, a one thing and it's not. I let myself get involved in the film. And when it got to the point, like when the. You know the 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 fucking whatever the the, the seal in the wheelchair fucking teeths and uh, and Lily and uh, you know the the otter with the I, you know what I felt bad you know what it was man for me is those parts never really got to me it was really it was it was uh, the part like it started really knocking my heartstrings a lot was you know when uh, they, they die um, there's well there's a scene where the high evolutionary and again I feel like the high evolutionary is so goddamn good in this movie he's really really good it's good back um and he's a great bad guy and the actor is amazing I love that guy yeah. um when he when you know he kills uh rocket's friends that they that they've been experimenting on because they're 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 deemed genetic failures in their eyes there was it reminded me of uh and do I, I will never watch this movie again like this movie fucked me and I was a kid when I watched it, it fucked me up real bad um it was the fly two uh, I watched the fly two with uh it wasn't jeff goldblum but it was it was a sequel to it i watched that and that movie it had a dog come out of a pod like it, dude i can't because I'll, I'll get fucking emotional dude like that, that like no dude <laughs> it, it literally it, no it literally is one of the saddest fucking things i've ever seen in my life i won't ever watch it but there there was a scene in the movie where the kid had a pet dog he didn't know where the dog went and they had been experimenting on the fucking dog and put it in that goddamn fly pod and it comes out like a fucking sl- dude it's it's real bad but i got a, I got a good patreon pick for everybody to make i'm not watching patreon. it i won't watch that i won't <laughs> like that's like me that's like asking me to watch cannibal holocaust i won't do it because that shit fucked me up but anyway uh that's why i got sad about the just the, the genetic manipulation and, and exploitation and and the rocket was there and he had these friends and i don't know yes it was boring it par- at parts but i feel like it does emotionally involve you if you let it involve you and what i did like the best mm-hmm. about this movie is it does feel that it it's self-contained they weren't trying to really build up the rest of phase 15. That's true. You know, yeah. they, they, it was like itself. It was its own story, which I did appreciate James Gunn doing. Like, I mean, of course they drop things here and there about, you know, the Marvel universe overall, but it's never like, Oh, well, you got to have this. Uh, you got to make sure you drop this little hint in. Cause that's going to be important in three movies down the road. They didn't do that. I think Feige, Paul Fig Newton Berger said Kevin to Feige. James Gunn, yeah, he said, you're going to D.C., you're going to run the ship. I'm not going to create any bad blood. I'm not going to get in your fucking way. Because he mm. even said, I think I read something that said that Paul Feinberg was going to was like, I'm going to. He, he was like, you can kill off whoever you want to do whatever you want to carte blanche. Because he's he, and, and, and I understand that that's smart business, man, actually like to be like, hey, we're parting ways. You're getting ready to do your own thing as respect. Do what you want with this movie. And that's a dangerous thing to say to James Gunn because he's done some wacky do shit before. But yeah, I'll, it's sad. It's sad because James Gunn's leaving because I think from here on out, it's going to be a whole lot of a standard hired work type of fucking typical Marvel shit. The only reason James Gunn got to make this movie the way he made it is because James Gunn surprised everybody with Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. Uh, I don't think that this comes close to that. Uh, not not the first one. I think, and that maybe that was like why I couldn't fully like enjoy it as much as I was hoping to. As much as I, I and again, I thought it was a great movie, but mm-hmm. like I felt constantly like even though they weren't 
putting you off into the future. And I totally agree with that. It was one of the best parts of the movie. It felt like they they had to harken back to the past so much. So it kind of felt like this was just typical third movie situation where we're really playing on the heartstrings of the first movie, the, the groundbreaking one, yeah. the, the one that really stood out. So I don't think this comes close to, to the first one for me, but it blows two out of the water. Well, the reason why I say that for is because I feel like they, they did call back to the first one because it was the last one. This is no, the last yeah. one. I get why. And I feel like yeah, that's why they sure. did it for this. It's And this is far better than the second one. I know that there is a yeah. lot of love for volume two. For Kurt Russell's badass. Don't get me wrong, but the volume two was pretty weak sauce. It was like, it was bringing, it was a very weak energy asset movie. I never really enjoyed that movie at all. This movie and it had Kurt Russell. Yeah. And they kind of fucked that up, but it is what it is. But this one had, I don't know, man, it like it, it had dynamics in it that I really did appreciate. I feel like it had more dynamics. Not that obviously the first movie is better than Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, one thousand percent. But this movie brings something I feel like that the first one didn't have as much, which is more of an emotional dynamic. And you do like for me, and I know that it's going to sound sacrilege. People are like, "God damn, bird that motherfucker!" But I never really gave a shit about Rocket Raccoon. I'll be honest with you, I never gave a fuck. He looked like That's a cutesy little build a bear, just like uh, fucking you know, like uh, Iron Man said in in Endgame. I never really cared. I mean, I know that people liked him. Yeah, he was funny and shit. What? But this actually gave him a fleshed out developed character part mm. that you never got to see and then you're like it just all clicked in there and i'm like and yeah i was like man i really connect with the character now i get it yeah. and, and they did it in a way i do there's one scene in this particular movie after the high evolutionary kills all of his uh fucking farm buddies and they're all dead and he screams dude bradley cooper was amazing the voice acting and, and not and, and the fact that he's not there physically doing that scene, the scream was so emotionally filled and rageful. And when he yeah. attacks the high evolutionary's fucking face and rips it to shreds, that was so I mean, it was so goddamn well done. And then um uh when you see the reveal, by the way, that was actually a smart idea. I didn't think about that. Um bringing your um bringing Ellie to it because there is a there is a dark. This movie is actually pretty dark, considering it's an MCU film. There's a lot of dark elements in this that I was like, I've never seen an MCU to be honest. Well, not really, not not really explored in this way. Well, maybe really? Moon Knight, one episode of Moon Knight, kind of did it. But they show the reveal of the High Evolutionary's face because that face you see in the in the in the trailers and whatnot is just a mask. Oh, that's cool. He's all yeah. fucking ripped up and nasty, and that's why actually it will be awesome because if you comic book nerds will be like, where's this fucking mask? Because in the in the comic book he has actually like a silver mask on. That's where that probably will come in. He'll start wearing a silver mask. But yeah, dude, it, I, I was just like, I, I, I love the emotional response I got behind the rocket. And I actually connected with the, the character of Rocket Raccoon more than I'd ever done in any installment of any type of movie with Rac Rocket Raccoon in it. It was, yeah, it's comic that. relief. Haha. -ha. He's got big guns. He's a little raccoon. But I mean, other than comic relief, I didn't give a shit. I mean, yeah, I knew he had a pat, but they never really went into it. And then honestly, I, I think what they missed the boat on this a lot but they'd already kind of done it with Thor was there's a scene in the, in the movie where Chris Pratt's a fucking drunkard and he's kind of like an asshole now, not an asshole, but just kind of like lost. Yeah. You know, he's like, I don't know what to do. And you totally would get that. Like you could totally relate to whatever, you know, what happened in Endgame. Uh, But I feel like they just kind of smoothed over that shit real quick. They really did. And yeah, I'm like, God, yeah. they, there was so much there and because there is a lot of emotional performance by Chris Pratt in this too. Like when he screams and rockets almost dying and he screams for rocket. And I was like, Stallone. man, there was so much there because Chris Pratt's not, a really good actor. Not, not and, Stallone. Did you see Schwarzenegger said? Schwarzenegger tweeted a couple days ago. He's like, I just got out of seeing uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And he was like, man, Chris, he was like, he was like, what an absolute star or something like that. He was like, you're yeah. such a star. He was like, what a perfect performance top to bottom. He was like, I'm proud of you because that's his stepson. 
because he made yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger's yeah. daughter. So, but no, I thought I thought Pratt was great in this. I thought so he good. fucking that again. That very actually Stallone Schwarzenegger. That scream he let out was very fucking Rocky Three. Like, Buck! yeah, it was oh! so good. Yeah, it was good. Well, and, and then uh, obviously the, the, the comedy's there. I mean, you know, the Drax thing is obviously that, you know, there's one scene when he's talking to Stallone. He's like, because I can't wear this. It clashes with my eyes, the color of the of the jumpsuit yeah. or whatever. But, you know, I, like I even felt But here's the thing about Dave Bautista. And I like Dave Bautista a lot. I think Dave Bautista has grown as an actor. I think he's going to do a lot of cool shit later on in Hollywood. But I could totally tell in this movie he, he didn't really want to do it anymore. I feel like he was kind of like out of like he was like, man, I don't I'm, I'm kind of done with this whole well, kind of thing. Let me ask you this. I've wanted to ask you this a couple times while we were talking about it. Have you had a chance yet to go back and watch the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special? I haven't watched it yet. I've heard about okay. it. I, it's Everybody says it's good. Dude, it's so good. It's so good. It was I know that Kevin Bacon's in it. Yeah, yeah. Before this, I, and I've watched it 76 times because Ellie loves it, but like, and there's a lot of tiny, tiny little details in this that come from that. Mm. Um, a couple characters that were only in that that you'll see in this and things like that, but there's a couple threads that go back to that, and that was really, that was actually surprisingly great too. Yeah. And it really it, it sews up a couple of the relationships like between Drax and between Mantis. Mm. Yeah, they're like they're like best buddies in this. Yeah. Yeah. They get drunk at a gay bar. Like there's there's mm. some the kind of shit that only James Gunn would have the balls and the carte blanche to be able to do, but it's still a Christmas special, so it still works. He manages to walk that wire really well. And they did in this too, I felt like, but like Drax, yeah, I think you're right. I think and he said he was done with it too. He did have some of the, the best pops as far as like he did. No, yeah. I'm not saying he movie. did a shitty job. I just feel like he was right. Whatever well, I'm just a, kind of done. Such a simple character. Yeah. One one time that almost got me, but almost made me cry, by the way, was at the end when they're kind of running through, and it did feel like they were forcing a little bit. And I understand because when they called him stupid. No, no, when they're trying to wrap up everybody's arcs oh. at the last 20 minutes of the movie, and it's just like it felt like they had to rush, and it's like fuck, we're at two and a half hours. And again, that's one of my only things I'll say. I would take 30 minutes of the fucking showing goddamn the space Borg Zord, whatever the fucks, uh, mm. and and the over-the-top CGI monsters and stuff like that. I would take 20 minutes of that and turn that into some more character work and stuff like that. I know it's a Marvel movie, so you know what to expect or whatever, yeah. but like character I, development, what <laughs> I, I, yeah. I honestly would have cut 20 minutes out of the movie. Easy. I would have too. Uh, yeah, easy. It did not need to be two and a half hours. It never fucking does. Not with these movies. I, and I'm not one like a Scorsese movie. All right. Make that shit two and a half hours. Let's yeah. let's do it. But like with a Marvel movie, none of it's that none of it needs that. Like it doesn't. We've seen these characters do this before so many times. And and it felt a little bit at times like they were playing the fucking hits. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, we have to do this. As much as I love, like when he played No Sleep Till Brooklyn and that mm. that fight scene, badass, top notch, all great, great moment, great moment. But it, again, it's not, it's never like it, there's nothing like the first time, you know. So like, I don't know, like in my if I had my druthers, would I rather them try to do something new and original and cool rather than go back to the dropping the needle and doing that? I don't know. I don't know, but you know what? What they did, they did it big, and, they, and it felt like a spectacle. And yeah. it was great filmmaking by James Gunn. So, for what Guardians of the Galaxy three was supposed to be, they fucking nailed it. Like, yeah, you know? I feel like I feel like they um, they relied on old hits because it works, and then they they did add some new elements into it. It was like a graduation film. I don't know. I, I like it. Did feel like it was like the last day of school. You're not going to see anybody ever again, and it's we're <laughs> we're gone. It really. I mean, it did feel like that in, in a lot of ways. Vitamin C was playing. Yeah, well, it wasn't like in game where you know there was like death and it was on the air. This really did feel like a bunch of friends, like, hey, we're moving on to bigger and better things. We gotta go. Like it, yeah. it did feel like that. And and I and I appreciate it for that. And I honest to God, 
watching this movie made me uh, more appreciative of the of the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy and the characters because it's like you don't know what you have till it's gone kind of thing. Because I, you know, it's always like, oh, well, they're gonna do a volume four, and no, it's not. There's, it's, it's gone. Like you might see Chris Pratt one more time, and then maybe two more times, and then that'll be it. And then well, uh, as well, yeah, and well, and well, you know, here's the thing. Also, um, I was also gonna point. The music is still great. The the music they chose is fucking phenomenal. James Gunn always hits it out of the park with all the music he chooses for the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy films, um, and that's on point. And then, um, again, I just got I got to throw praise again to how good the actor that plays the High Evolutionary is. It's so fucking good. And here's the thing about the High Evolutionary. Uh, it's like goddamn Dr. Fauci, this motherfucker. <laughs> like, this crazy goddamn crazy <clears throat> with the genetic experimentations and uh, we're going to put all the money and research into this and make this because I got to make a perfect society. Like, I feel like he's scarier than fucking Thanos. The high evolutionary is literally a guy that says, I don't want to conquer the universe. I want to perfect it. It's like fucking Hitler or some shit on steroids. I'd say he's, I'd say he's more fucked up than Thanos in the head. But I'm, well, I, know, I feel like Thanos, he's scarier. Personally. Well, I feel like he's scarier because of the fact that he is like, he doesn't want to destroy life. He wants to remake it in his own image like a god. And I, I think even in the movie, they say in parts of the galaxy, he is considered god. I mean, and yeah. if you if, no, you're comic, yeah. if you comic book nerds know anything, you guys know that the High Evolutionary, there's a comic book series called The High Evolutionary War. Uh, that would have been amazing to see the MCU phase four, 15,000, whatever, build up to that. Bye, Holly. See ya. Uh, but uh, peace. Uh, I would have said that would have been a really cool, you know, and again, King the Conqueror, he's a, you know, he's a great villain, but obviously they got a lot of problems going on with the actor that's playing King the Conqueror. I would actually fucking stop that shit. God damn, no reversed it. As he, oh, yeah, well, he's not that guy, but he Ezra still got. He still got. Ezra wouldn't even got caught, and he would have started cult somewhere in Oklahoma. That's how good Ezra is. But uh, he's I would. Acting, bro. Come I, on. Well, here's the thing. I would. I honestly would stop mid track and fucking reverse things and make the high evolutionary my fucking main villain with that guy being my my lead. Well, that's actually probably pretty. I mean, you know, they they probably have like you know. 10 billion people working on just the VFX for that already, but it wouldn't be a bad idea if they needed to do that. Oh, yeah, it would cost millions and millions and millions. But also, I want to point out... Hey, let's hire Chris Brown. That guy... Yeah, yeah, Chris Brown would be great. There's nobody... (laughs) No bitch going to run her mouth at all Uh, in my universe. But here's the other thing I will point out. Uh, The the idea that they were cool with the fuck word, I'm not... I'm I'm just going to be a little bit like like optimistic here, okay? Maybe the Deadpool movie will be okay. Maybe. If they allowed the fuck movie or yeah. the fuck word in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, if they allowed that word, I know it was just one time, but they allowed it. And there was some grotesque, not grotesque, but there were some gory moments, kind of goryish moments in this movie. Maybe Deadpool 3 will be okay. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it was just the tip. Maybe well, you know, uh, well, Chris Pratt was said, inserting it a little bit to see how it felt. Well, James Gunn was worried about the fuck. He said that well, the, the Disney CEOs were like, I was like, oh, shit, they're not going to like it. Because, I mean, Kevin Feige was fine with it. But he, and then Chris Pratt was like, I think Bob Iger was probably just texting when that part came up. Like he was just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna I, act like I'm not really looking at it. Yeah, I, <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, I've been giving Marvel shit all this fucking time. Maybe Marvel is the one that's gonna introduce the world to like cursing's not that fucking big of a deal. Maybe maybe Kevin Feige is, is a big cursor. And he's I, like, you know what, guys? Let's say fuck all the time. Let's teach these kids that they're words and they're fun to say, and you well, can I say them too because it I doesn't just, hurt anyone. <clears throat> How about that? I never under I never understood the fact that you can't have like 
a warning on the screen or like a warning at the top of the screen or something. I don't know, something to let people know there's going to be strong language in this and to maybe reconsider bringing your six-year-old to go see this movie where there's going to be cock fuck and shit. Well, yeah, the PG-13 thing, but even then, in PG-13 movies, I think you can say fuck once. I don't even know the rules. You know how many fucking people you watch die and get brutally murdered? Even if it's by a laser beam from a thousand yards away and they CGI zap in the air. You know how many lives human lives are extinct in these fucking movies. Thanos yeah. snapped his fingers and murdered half no, the moms and dads and children of the universe. They just turned to sand. It was okay. Not a peep. But, oh, God, don't say fuck. Well, here's the thing. I think it's <laughs> you know? I think it's a very easy thing to do. Just make it, like, Disney dark or something. You know, like, or not even call it Disney. You don't, like, Disney is the parent company. Just create a new company where you can make all these movies like we were talking about DC Black a long time ago, they were they, they had this idea of doing this DC Black where it was going to be a lot more violent, not even not even violent, but just separate from the the DCEU having their own separate stories, and they 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 discontinued that thought. But Marvel Disney could do the same thing. I mean, Disney has got they got fucking 20th Century Fox. They've got all these other uh, pro, uh, comic book characters they can use that are obviously dark. Daredevil, Punisher, Blade. Why don't just create a different company? Right, and put that out as a rated R film. It's almost like that. Oh, like, god damn, if we put Disney on that bitch, everybody gonna think I own it. It's like, yeah, you do own it, but it doesn't mean that you have to like you'd be like, I look, that's my son. Okay, I don't prove everything he do, but that's my son. <laughs> it's kind of like that. You could just be like, Hey, I'm gonna let it go out there in the wild. Jay, I'm just happy they didn't have any gays kissing because that would have been too much for me. I would have totally personally. stormed the Capitol and demanded. <laughs> Demand it, people. <laughs> burn the fucking flag. Oh, you got to go. <laughs> That's <was> good. <laughs> but uh, anyway, but no, yeah, uh, yeah. There's no uh, buzz gayness in this. No buzz gay light year here. But uh, oh, yeah, geez. it was. It, but you know, anyway, I, I like this movie quite a bit, and I think that I think that longtime fans of Guardians of the Galaxy will like this movie. And even honest to God, I, I, April didn't want to watch it. She didn't go because she didn't want to watch it because she didn't like them. But I think even a, a like a non like. Um, like a non-fan would enjoy it. I think it's that good. I think you could walk in as a non-fan and still kind of enjoy the, the story for what it for is. For sure, dude, because like I don't keep up with Marvel at all. And there was multiple moments in this where I was like, when the fuck what? Like, when did mm-hmm. that happen? But there were several storylines yeah. that I didn't know were going on. And they're like, hey, this, I think it was, uh, and I might be, maybe this wasn't a movie I saw, but the whole fucking Gamora's back, but she's not herself. I yeah, that was at the end of, remember, no, that, yeah, you remember that. That was at the end. Of, she got killed and uh, she got killed for the Soul Stone in in game, but Thanos had to throw off that fucking magic mountain. Well, I remember that, but when the fuck did she come back? When they went back in time, and then they got like, the God other damn. Gamora in the in the past. It was like Marty McFly and shit. She came back like Drew Barrymore in fifty. She, yeah, but that was the past version. By the way, she was a bitch in this, dude. God damn, good for her. Zoe Saldana. You know, I kind of also wanted to like have a uh, Chris Pratt get with Nebula, but man, just fucking you all should get together. I did kind of. <laughs> I did. I was like, yeah, whatever. It makes sense. That, just get with the sister. Was- that was a little bit of a corny joke when and because they just they just did it in Thor 4 or whatever when when they did like the the lovey face when he was like I'm ha-, like oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah I was yeah. like oh, that's stupid but I mean I was kind of like, like but she was when Gamora was like I'll never be what you like oh dude she was like well how how weak are you that you have to me to you want me to be this person or something I was like God fuck you then I'll fuck your sister it's <laughs> like, like I, I, but I I I did I thought I thought some of the best writing in the movie though came from the one scene where 
Um, and I didn't expect it. Like I didn't see this side of, of star Lord's personality, but it's so fucking true. Like when, when, uh, Mantis has Drax go up to him, it's like, oh, <laughs> that yeah. was a pretty funny bit to it. He's like, you know, you've been jumping around from Lily to Lily from woman to woman. Maybe it's time for you to swim on your own a little bit. I was like, that's good fucking writing right there. Like that's yeah. actually like very like intuitive and like, it adds a whole different layer to him. And it's like, yeah, that motherfucker needs to go live his own life for a little bit. See what's what. And it's true about him. And I, I like that he went back and like is going to live on Earth for a little bit. But yeah. what the fuck was that fucking post credit sequence? Dude, that that's why. I, I, yeah, when I told you, I was like, the first post credit scene made kind of sense. You you got that, and then the second one was dumb. Yeah, the the second there, there's two in credit scenes to this film after the credits roll. The first one uh, is where the new Guardians of the Galaxy are like hanging out on a planet. They're going to be doing battle with some creatures or whatever, and that makes sense because they're introducing the new Guardians led by Rocket Raccoon and Groot. Uh, and then the second one is literally just raccoon. Rocket raccoon. <laughs> That's what I think. Uh, but the, and then the second end scene is literally just uh, Chris Pratt sitting at the table with with his grandpa eating goddamn cornflakes, talking about mowing the lawn or some shit. And then it was like Star Lord will return. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? I don't even know what that was. I was like, I just wasted my time going through all your thank yous with your credits. Wait. You could, you could in the theater I was in, which was packed by the way. It was yeah. weird because I'm used to seeing movies and there's no one fucking there. This, like, every we had to go to like a, a showing like three hours later than we wanted to because they were all full, but like everybody's so excited and happy. And then they waited and then they waited so bad. and then they're waiting. And then that fucking serial scene came up. And when it ended, dude, <sighs> you felt the fucking life get sucked out of the yeah, room. Yeah, it was bad. Like, it was like went, Thanos snapped again. <laughs> yeah, some guy in the yeah. back went, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> it was like Chris. It was Fox a little was kid. It was a little kid that yelled that. It wasn't even an adult. <laughs> I uh, fucked from this movie, and now I'm using it all the time. You know what? It, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of a of a more poorly done Avengers. Remember the Avengers uh, in game credit scene where they're all eating shawarma? But that was kind of like funny, and you got that kind of joke because the idea that they were talking about, you know, Tony Stark was like, "Oh, does anybody ever had shawarma?" And then oh, yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. them just eating shawarma, and it had nothing to do with anything. This literally felt the same way, but it was poorly executed. It was just dumb. But uh, by the way, I, and again, I, I know I briefly mentioned him, but uh, Adam Warlock, I, I did like him. I did, I, but here's the thing: Adam Warlock is a big deal in the like in the Marvel comic books, and he, in this movie, he's a he's a slightly smarter Drax. He's fucking stupid, but he's right. slight he's slightly smarter than it's Drax. Like an Abercrombie model. Yeah, I'll do. There's one scene who where, likes the party where uh, he's where, LFO. Well, yeah, well, Adam Warlock falls in love with uh, this little animal cutesy thing, and he tries to raise it, and then he gets mad after he crashes into a ship. And Gamora, she's like, "If one more step, I'll kill it." And he's like, "Ah!" And then after she says it, he's like, "Don't be rash." <laughs> but there are like funny moments with him. But I'm like, man, I hope he gets smart quick because Adam Warlock is a badass character overall in the comic books. And uh, dude, he actually was very integral in the uh, Infinity War, which they didn't show. Adam Warlock actually orchestrated taking down Thanos in the comic books. But yeah, I, I did like um, I did like the actor that played Adam Warlock. I, I think he's. It's so weird that that's the guy from We're the Millers. It's the same fucking guy. It's so crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, he still looks the exact same to me. Just yeah, well, you know, he all he he was the one that lost out for Pennywise. He was yeah, like, which he was see. a final runner. Him and fucking Nicholas Holt, like those two, those two. I'm like, I don't like your face. Your face is weird to me, and I want to punch a hole through. Well, it. yeah, he ha why. he has a weird like. It, it looks like a jigsaw puzzle, but it's like it's it, it's like a jigsaw puzzle with one of those filters on at, on like a TikTok. Where yeah, it's like and it's clean. Like, it's just like a really clean like. What do I look like as a teen? And yeah, you every, you put that filter yeah. on. <laughs> every time they show up on screen, I'm like that dude from uh, Step Brothers. Just like I don't know what it is about your face, but I just want to punch a hole. Yeah, it's like punch a hole right through it. It's, it's like, like he, you I've look, seen him do it. He'll eat your dick. 
it's like they tried to clone Chris Pine, but there's something wrong. It's just something <laughs> that you can't pick. It's because uh, yeah. I thought at first when I saw there are certain angles when he's flying around, you're like, dude, that's Chris Pine. I can't believe they got Chris Pine. I was like, no, it's not. And then when he's like, Chris Pine, yeah, yeah, but it did. I, I, at first, I was like, oh, that's cool, man. It's Chris Pine, and it's not, but for sure. Um, I got PP. All right, I got PP and toilet. I'm gonna make it fast. I'm gonna make it fast. And as we PP break, we'll answer some super chats together and catch up on that a little bit before we go deeper into our gay guardians of the fuck. What was it? Um, Guardians of the uh, galaxy. Yeah, Guardians of the galaxy. Mm -hmm. I was thinking they guard the galaxy um, together. uh, See, it has one. Just a bunch of men. No a bunch of manly men wearing yeah. burgundy shirts and going out and cutting woods and guarding the galaxy together. That's that's kind of the movie I was expecting to see. And I yeah, was, I I was pretty see disappointed. Movie. Yeah, and then um, all of a sudden they're in a tent on a mountain somewhere and someone spits on their hand and goes in their asshole. Yeah. Oh, that was Brokeback Mountain. That's totally different. Yeah, I wish. I wish. Uh, you bet, like, the J- you know what? That's the kind of thing James Gunn probably wanted to do. It's like you open up a, a door in a spaceship. <laughs> you were like, it, that's the kind of movie that Jay wanted to see, but that wasn't in there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, wanna, I like Brokeback Mountain. Uh, you imagine how fucked up it would be? Like you just like scar some youth. Like all of a sudden, like you know, uh, a Star Lord opens up a door in a spaceship, and it's literally Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, actually, that's a, that's in poor taste because one of the you know Jake I feel Gyllenhaal like is a cowboy uh, fucking another cowboy in the butt. Well, in that's, the yeah, that's you on the nose yeah. on the ship. That would be funny. You know what? I, I feel like, like they that. wasted Gyllenhaal though. Gyllenhaal as Mysterio was totally wasted. Fucking yeah! Like you got Jake Gyllenhaal. Do something a little better with that. Yeah, I think uh, so. We're at eight fifteen, by the way, on Super Chitty Titties. Uh, Michael Parton, that's where we're at. If you want to, yeah, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting up there. I'm getting up there. Hold on, one good goddamn go second there. Get, All right, get. I'm here. I'm here. I'm All good right, to go. I'll right back. All right. Oh, hi, uh, Michael Parton. Uh, thank you so much, my man. He says, uh, "Yes, Rocket's backstory alone made me feel super depressed and underwhelmed. I should have brought a stuffed toy to hug on." Yeah, dude. Like it actually, it surprised me because I didn't think I was gonna get like emotionally like attacked. The way that I was when I watched the backstory unfold with Rocket, and it really did hit me in a lot of ways to the fact that I had to pause the, uh, the emotions that were streaming from my face and then go and think about my, I don't know, it was, it was bad, dude. But yeah, I, um, yeah, it was, it was really bad, uh, but it was great by the way, at the same time. Eduardo Santiago says, hello, everyone. I almost cried four times. I, I cried like five. So I beat you, Eduardo. Don't come in here with your four times nonsense. I beat you. I, I did five times at least. But it was one of those moments like I was like literally like, what the fuck kind of situation. Um, but Because here's the thing about the, the whole animal thing. I, I kept thinking about my dog, my dog Buster. I kept thinking about him and Rocket's little fucking squishy, cutesy face and, and that experimentation and, and all this horrible tragedy that was happening to him. I was like, oh, my God. That happened to my fucking dog. I took the goddamn universe part two to get him back. You know, just like Chris Pratt was doing in the movie. But anyhow, Bryce Russo, thank you so much, my sir, says, hey, guys, goddamn, hope you're, well, do you like Batman 1989? No, it's the shittiest Batman movie I've ever seen in my life. I know it's controversial, but I believe it's the best Batman ever. No, absolutely not. It's trash. The music, the actors, and acting, the atmosphere, take care. It's terrible, Bryce. It's one of the worst fucking Batman movies of all time. Batman in 1989 should not exist. It ruined Batman. No, it's absolutely fucking golden. Yes, we love it. It's it's the standard, bro. It's the thing that every Batman movie has ever 
that's ever existed after 89 have has always tried to replicate. Tim Burton set the blueprint and said, there's my dick. Have at it. That's what it is. Yes, 1989, Batman. Um, <laughs> dude, it's like asking... It's that it's like asking an apostle, do you follow Christ? And they're like, Yes. Obviously. Yes. Uh Michael Parton says a few scenes felt like an extreme gut punch, like a fist breaking through the spinal cord. Yeah, I feel like a fist is breaking through my spinal cord right now. It's called I have no idea what's going on right now. 
what is going on? I just came back and Jay's gone and I hear a trailer playing in the background. What the fuck happened? Someone explain to me. Can you guys hear me? Is everything? What happened? <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's so weird. Okay. Sorry about that. Technical difficulties. Uh, I guess Jay's Jay's computer must have crashed or something. <laughs> that was so, that was so much to come back. I was like, wait, what? I heard a I heard a trailer in my ear. Did you guys hear the? Tra- you probably didn't. I don't know what the fuck was going on. Yes, action toasted ch- chalupa. Um, hang on one second. <laughs> How long was it? Was it like just now? Was it just now or was it? Has it been minutes? My, I apologize. Sorry. I had no idea. Uh, <laughs> shit. Um, okay. What, uh, can someone tell me what the last Super Chat J was? Uh, he says his net's fucked up. He's trying to fix it right now. What was the last Super Chat J read? Someone tell me. I'll catch back up to there. We'll answer a couple of these and uh, Jay will be back in no time, hopefully. Um, okay, so Michael Partons was the last super chat that what a time for that to happen. Like, while I'm gone, could happen any other time, but it happened then. God dang the world. Uh, like I said, Blade is delayed again because is this the one? I hope this is the one. I don't know because that was hang on, let me see if there's another one. We're gonna get there, we're gonna get right back in. I promise. (laughs) <laughs> Jiminy crickets. Michael's got a few ones here. Hey, thanks, Mike. We appreciate that. I don't know which one you're talking about, though. Um, let's see here. I'm just gonna I'm gonna start here. Hey, we have 182 viewers right now. 188 changed. Michael Part said, Hey, yes, Rocket's back backstory made me feel super depressed and underwhelmed. I should have brought a stuffed toy to hug on. Hey, oh put you in there but you are frozen again so you might have a landscaper cut your line or something man oh there you are say something i can hear you i okay i got you now i can hear you hey there god damn fucking shit come on up. oh god damn <laughs> see there we go uh, it's still yeah. fucking freezing. I fucking hate the goddamn internet. <laughs> it's try. It's trying. It's trying. It's a little hard out. It's trying. Dude, I just want to. Do I want to? I want to get the fucking guy that's in charge of goddamn everything that's bandwidth and choke the fuck out of him with a donkey dick and then shove his fucking mouth into a goddamn huge black cock silo to where he has to constantly suck it for five days. I fucking well, do. I can't like stand. Christmas. I'm on. You know. Fuck. <laughs> the, the the net guy shows up he's like funny how you call when you need something <laughs> yeah dude that shit pisses me off to no fucking end i hate that shit it's not even raining god damn it i get like i get like a baby about it i, I really do it, get, it makes me fucking yeah. mad that's upsetting that's how i am when i power our power goes out here and then you start the blaming time. everybody i was i was this close to beating my wife that close <laughs> <laughs> For the third time this week. Yeah, at least. Uh, but no, I, I really does. You get mad at it. Like, well, maybe it's just like, you don't know shit. 
the world's against me. <laughs> was this was Michael Parton's super chat here? The last yeah, I read, one I read, I read that one. I got down to the um, I don't remember the last question I read. I went on, uh, did you get Bryce? Fucking like, a, there you go. Like, this did shit scared me, dude. Did you get Bryce's here? Uh, yeah, I did that one. By the way, it looks like they're having an awesome time. Yeah, I, I want to hang out with Bryce and his and his wife. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, that was where. I, yeah, I got that one. I was probably in the middle of like talking, and then it cut out. So oh, I okay. got to go pee now and like get this okay. shit. Okay, enjoy your pee. Maybe your net will catch up while you're gone. Yeah, hopefully. Um, Mike said a few scenes felt like an extreme gut punch, like a fist breaking through the spinal cord. Uh, you know, some people pay extra for that, Mike. Um, but in this case, <laughs> I didn't get that, man. I did not get that from this movie. Like, I felt awful for the animals and shit. Like, don't get me wrong. Of course, I felt bad. And like, but it felt so, God, they knew what strings they were pulling. It felt, maybe it just felt unnatural to me a little bit. Like, oh, the cute animals. And like, I don't know. And it was so CG. Like, that's, I, I eventually, after so long of a movie that's so much CG, and I get it, we're in space, it's Guardians, but like, I just, it, it was too obvious what they were doing. Like, it, it was too obvious what heartstrings they were pulling for me. So it never really hit the way, I guess, going into it blind and not knowing anything, it probably would have hit me a lot harder. But like, I expected it to be a lot more painful than it was and you know you're gonna feel bad for some animals but and i'm actually happy that they didn't actually kill anybody off really you know what i mean i'm actually happy there were several times where they really played with their dick a little bit too hard like i thought star lord was dead as we said when his face got puffy i looked over at my daughter and she literally went and that would have been such a shitty fucking star lord death if they killed star lord jumping from that ship to the other ship that would have been such a meaningless death because like, if you're going to kill a character like that, fine, do what you got to do. But the fact that there was no like final, like last words or anything like that, when it's just in the middle of the action, he just dies randomly without his arc really being complete or finished. It would have really fucking pissed me off. Um, But the way that they did that, it was kind of cool because you're like, Oh shit, he's okay. Thank God. You know, I wish that would have happened for Dewey and scream for sure. But like, yeah, they, they they played around a little bit for sure. Uh, but it never really just it never really broke the dam for me. They got co honestly, the time I got close closest to crying was I thought Drax actually actually had the best arc wrap up when they were like he was like, you know, the guardian's over or whatever. And she's like, No, I've realized, yeah, I think it was Nebula that said that when she was like, You're not a destroyer, you're you're you are meant to be a dad. And where like his whole storyline has been like his family was killed and stuff like that. And then you saw him with those kids playing with him and how good he was. That that line just broke me a little bit right there. When she's like, you're not actually a destroyer. You were always meant to be a dad. That got me because it was like, oh, fuck, that's that's that that came out of nowhere. And that, that hit hard. That was such a good line. And I was really happy for his character for sure. Dan Murphy, what's up, dude? There's there's this dude who does these punk rock videos. He just like covers like pop punk and stuff like that. And you kind of look like him from just afar. I thought you were him for a second. Maybe it's just because you're in a bathroom doing graffiti, you fucking hooligan. But he says, best MCU movie in a while. And the last one I will see on the big screen until Deadpool 3. Jackson Mantis back and forth banter was actually funny. Dan, I don't know if you saw the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, but I swear to God, dude, it's good. It's good. And they're like two of the centerpieces of it. And their stuff back and forth was so good in it. And it really talks about how Peter and her became sisters. And that shit's touching as well. I think the, the Christmas special is actually super underrated. For sure. But I agree with you on that, man. And I agree with you as well. Like, I'm not really interested in anything that Marvel's going to do right now until Deadpool 3. I think this was like, in even watching this, I was like, I'm into this. Like, this is the kind of movie I like to see. But even, even with this, 
I was like, there's so many of the hits playing right now. It feels more of a nostalgia tour than it does uh, something really, really brand new and super exciting. As good as it was, it was the it was the best version of a Marvel movie could be for me right now. Until Deadpool, I, I'm right in fucking same boat with you, dude. Michael Parton says, "Hope Star Lord appears in Kang Dynasty or Secret Wars." He's got it right because they did the Star Lord will return thing. Super awkward moment to do that, and it just that was a really bad post credit scene. But like they said, he was coming back, so he's definitely got to be. Um, for sure. For sure. Corn Connor Medicsky, Connor Gardowski. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. And I like your mustache. I don't think it's real, but neither is true love. I love the movie, but I was hoping for a rogue one ending where everyone sacrifices themselves for each other. It would have ruined me, but I wanted it. Yeah, you're like, I want to be fucked up, Greg. I'm here to get fucked up. And kind of everybody survived, right? Unless I'm missing something, pretty much everybody lived. Um would it have put the movie over the top? Hard to say. I mean, it was so hard to watch Tony Stark die in Endgame, as great as that movie was, but it maybe felt necessary. So I am, I'm, I'm right there with you, my friend. I am, I am. Hey, yeah. Sorry, guys, for that that rage. It was earned. No, dude. I April's telling me uh, you guys can see it. I literally picked up my fucking cigarettes because I smoked. And I know I shouldn't, but I squeezed it. And then I was like, I was like, God damn it. And then I put it back down. Cause you know how expensive that shit is. I was like, I'm not going to break that, but y'all squeeze that's it really hard. That's a lot, dude. And I, I, that's the same thing with people that rage in video games and they break their fucking remotes. I would squeeze the yeah. shit out of it, but I'll never throw it against the wall. Cause that's like $60. That's a well, $60 remote that you just fucking broke. And I'll be like, yeah. dude, cause I do, I'll get mad. I'll get into games. Dude. I'll be like, I'm like, God damn it. Fucking rich ass motherfucker. Yeah, you are. And then I'll be like, Oh, and then I'll talk to it like it's a. I was like, you know what would happen if I threw you? And then I'm like, I can't throw you though because it's sixty dollars and I calm down. But anyway, yeah. Well, dude, it was weird when I got back. I came back from the inside and I sat down. And because I don't know if it's because your audio dropped out, but at that same moment, a trailer that was in one of my other windows I had open started playing. Yeah. So when I got, and it was the trailer for the Meg Two because I had just started to watch oh. it. But I, I sat down and you were gone, and it's it was just my big ass face live. And I didn't expect it. <laughs> yeah. And then I heard like Tomo Regato. <laughs> shit like that in the back and i was like what the fuck is going on right yeah, now dude i felt like a megalodon i was pissed as fuck because i ran downstairs <laughs> to check my wireless and i reset it because it like and here's the thing what happened so when i got back on the computer i tried to go back on on google and it was letting me back on google no problem so i was like okay the internet's still here and then i would try to go back onto yahoo mail to get the link and then it was like dns couldn't be reached or whatever so i hit reload and the, the thing just basically gave me a fuck you and then I was like, run diagnostic problem. And it said, we couldn't find a problem. I was like, what the fuck is going on then? So then I had to go into Google and manually enter Yahoo Mail, sign your, back your, in, and then do it. Your internet took a hot dookie. I hate, I hate Google. Oh, dude, I, I wish I had Elon Musk money. I would buy Time Warner and just fire everybody. <laughs> you know, it's weird. It's, this is a side story here. But I was at uh, I was at Marika's the other night at volleyball, right? And I'm just I'm walking around. We just got that plan. I'm walking around. And this country song kept playing over and over and over again. And I, I wasn't paying attention at all to the lyrics, but I walked up to the bar to get a drink and I just heard, I sucked a dick last night. They played that. And like, yeah, it was, it, it was over and over again. And I looked at the person next to me. I was like, did they, it was like that scene in old school. It's like, they didn't sure. They didn't say that. Right. But they did. And it was a song about this dude who sucked dicks. I, I don't know. I don't know. Are you like sure you weren't just hearing this in your own head and you were like thinking maybe? <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. I, I had a couple of beers and I sunk some dick last. I mean, what's the big deal? <laughs> uh, I'll do it again. 
yeah um it is yeah but you know it, it first world problems is what i would call it like you get that mad about your internet going out and there's a lot of other people that are like worried about real things and you're like god damn suburban ass fucking neighborhood internet <laughs> you know? yeah it's true. yeah it's so but that, you know I, I but i want to talk to you guys that sucked i you know that's the worst thing dude is like when you're in the middle of fucking talking your internet just says now nah, you're good yeah We're gonna i'm done you with off. you you're canceled the trey film edit i God, dude, he looks just like a fucking young Trey from Green Day, which is so weird. It says, what's up, fellas? I thought Guardians of the Galaxy 3 was a damn good movie with a roller coaster of emotions. I hope they keep the momentum going with the new films. I agree with That's you, man. Uh, order. But I yeah, I agree with you about the roller coaster of emotions, and I think they handled that really well. But I do uh, we were talking earlier in the stream. I think this is the last the last ride of Wyatt Up and his immortals. I don't think this is I don't think you're gonna get this kind of movie again for a while i mean to be honest i mean i could be wrong i mean of course i mean this is just my opinion but i just don't see it happening unless they knock it out of the park with something like you know the fantastic four movie they're doing or the x-men movie they're doing i i just don't see it because you know if you look at something like the x-men right that is prime real estate for some amazing incredible emotional roller coaster type of moments with action and emotions colliding in in an awesome way a kaleidoscope of greatness but will they be able to pull it off i don't know i i so i pulled this up uh, while we were talking because I, I don't know what marvel's got up their sleeve so i'm looking at so there's there's gardens of the galaxy volume three right yeah uh the marvels don't nah, don't um, i don't give a shit at personally all. zero interest captain america new world order i do um, love anthony mackie so i don't but trailer looks really. i i just don't yeah i don't know anything yeah i have no idea what that even means but that's a that that one's a mystery for me. Thunderbolts. That's uh, well, the, well the Thunderbolts. Okay, so if they're gonna go buy the comic book itself, if they're gonna do the actual Thunderbolt story, it can make an interest. So what the basic the, the basic um, idea of what the Thunderbolts are is they're 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 um, former villains that that are now trying to redeem themselves and be heroes. But the reality is they're they're still they're still villains. So they're trying to gain the trust of the public but still do nefarious things under the guise of being like the Avengers. Right. And, and so, and it says it's what it's Bucky Barnes. It's Yelena Belova, which is Florence. Oh, okay. Character. They're not even doing Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. White Russell's U.S. agent. Well, okay. Uh, yeah. Masker, yeah. Red yeah. Dark, David Harbor. Yeah. So no. So, okay. So they're kind of, so again, these are former villains in, in the comic books. Anyway, they're former villains that are, re that are, are, are led by Baron Zemo. Actually. Um, that's his name is citizen five in the comic books. They're so they try to are they're acting like redeemed redeemed criminals that are trying to like pick up the slack of, of the Avengers not being there. But Isn't in the reality, kind of Suicide Squad. Yeah, you know, goddamn Will Smith, go <laughs> go smack Chris Rock some more. <laughs> uh, no, uh, but no, they that they're not Suicide Squad, but they but that's what they are, and and then they're using this as a, a smokescreen to continue being evil. But there's a few heroes inside of the league that want to be good. It's a it's a great story if they handle it right. Thunderbolts could be a great fucking story because actually later on in the Thunderbolts uh, comic book series, uh, Hawkeye takes over leadership. He becomes a leader. That, that would be cool, especially for Jeremy Renner. So that that's got a chance. But again, like with these, it's like, what are you gonna do though? Like yeah. I think Marvel when Marvel got really high on their fucking supply and they started fucking up, thinking they could make the Eternals happen and like that all was, this extra shit yeah. happen was with guardians i think guardians came out and everyone went, well, what mm. the fuck is a guardian of the galaxy and then that movie was so special and mm -hmm. so original and it was exactly like it was a, it was a shock i think i think yeah. the original guardians movie was a fucking shock at how amazing that movie was yeah and i think marvel thought 
we can do anything. Hey, we don't have to do Iron Man and Captain America. Like we could get these fucking B, C, D role players and, and like people will eat the fuck up. And I think just now they are starting to get their comeuppance for that. Uh, yeah. They didn't realize what they had in James Gunn and that, and that special script and whatever that they had. So it just depends. Are you going to get some hire to direct and, and basically Kevin Fiji's Sp- Steven Spielberg in it to Toby Hooper's poltergeist situation, or are they going to get a director like James Gunn that's going to come in and put his own mark on it and make it special? So I think that's, that's, well, yeah, that's the problem. I think, and again, I might be telling uh, tales outside of school, Ski. but I think, I think, I think that's, I think that's gone. I, 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 I don't think you're, I don't think you're, no, the directors uh, that are, are going to do their own thing, like the James yeah. Gunn's or, or the Russo brothers type of situations. I feel like now they want to hire, and I, I don't, I, and again, I mean, I could be wrong. I, I feel like they want to hire corporate yes men. Right. And, no, I'm with you. And I, and I, but again, I'm not trying to take any kind of creative talent away from the directors they hire. I'm just saying I, I feel like they're just going to be like, hey, we have this line of, of, of stories we want to tell. You have to do it exactly the way that we want you to do it. And that's it. And, right. and it kind of it strips away the creativity and originality of what made those other movies sh- special. Yeah. And maybe, maybe you know, them letting Sam Raimi do his things with Dr. Strange too is like some hopeful signs, but going on blade. I'm not, I have no hope for that. I have no hope. I just, with what everything you hear about, like Marshawn Ali is a fucking great actor, but yeah. come on, man. You had rated R Wesley Snipes in the nineties. Yeah. You're not going to, I think, I think Wesley Snipes going to come back. I really do. I think, right. Because here's the thing. Wesley blade is, he's got all the powers of a vampire, but he's still human. So he could technically still age like a human. Yeah. Slow, more slowly, right? But he could still come back and rock that role. Or I would yeah. have hired Michael Jai White. Yes, that would have been awesome. I would have loved that. Um, uh, Deadpool three—that's a big one. That well, yes. that's yeah. So, I'm, that's phase six, though. God damn, that's phase yeah. six, dude. Jesus Christ. But never, classically, it, is usually a third you flush down the toilet. So who yeah. knows? Well, it's um, gonna—that's gonna really depend on the director they hire and the script that they adopt because. That movie, in my opinion, I think Fantastic Four should be an easy ass movie to tell. I, I think 100% it's an easy ass story to tell. It's, it, you know, it, it, the plot is not complicated, but they always seem to fuck that movie up for whatever reason. And it's so bad. It's so shitty because making a good Fantastic Four movie gives you a gateway into Galactus. It gives you a gateway into Silver Surfer. It gives you a gateway into all this cool cosmic shit. What's and that? I'm not. Yeah, and butt sex, and you know, with cock rings, it's an amazing yeah. adventure through the negative zone. Yeah, and, and here's the thing about a movie like this too: if it's a huge hit, if Fantastic Four fucking rules the shit, and it is a Guardians of the Galaxy type of original badass movie that shocks everybody, yeah. it could reinvigorate everything. It could it could? And I, and things. It could. Uh, yeah. And by the way, um, the the rumor that came out, it was shot down. Um, I think there was a there was a huge rumor that was floating around. Uh, Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis, yeah. yeah, and she's like, I'm not a part of it, but I know who is. And I was like, okay, well, that's a non-story. You guys were slow on the news today, but it's <laughs> so Ashton. Mila Kunis confirmed she's not in Fantastic Four, but she knows who is, and she's not saying. Like, okay. And then ultimately, you have the Kang Dynasty. 2025 is where we're at at this point, which I'll stop here. But like, that only matters if they do something really special between now and then, because right now that looks about as interesting as a hot dog in a toilet. Yeah, well, here's the thing about Kang. Kang the Conqueror is a great, great bad guy. He really is. He's a great bad guy. Um, I just don't feel like it's time. I I, I feel like, again, 
and I never would have said this ever before I saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, but the High Evolutionary is the kind of villain you want. He's got this over-the-top craziness about him, but he's also really super intelligent. I know that Kang the Conqueror, the guy that plays him, is doing a great job, and he, and he kind of has the same uh, virtues about him or, or uh, makeup. But there's something about the guy that – that to be I think the guy that plays High Evolutionary is a better actor. I, I just do. I feel like he's got a lot better of a range of emotions that he can show on camera in a way that's a lot more convincing. And again, I'm not taking nothing from Jonathan Mann. Again, I think he's a good Majors. actor. Huh? Jonathan Majors. That's what I said. Woman. No, I said plum. I said plum. <laughs> uh, yeah. Jonathan Majors. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, I think he's a great actor, but again, I, I dude, if you're going to, if you're going to, you're following up Thanos, right? You got to have a villain. That's really like, something amazingly huge i would honestly i wouldn't even have used kang or high evolutionary i would have gone with the galactus thing i would have really started in on the fantastic four and the x-men thing bringing that thing together and if you're gonna maybe get that's phase 97 maybe so but we'll be dead uh but uh <laughs> but here's the thing galactus either you do galactus or fucking onslaught and dude imagine doing onslaught right and then what if they did onslaught and then you could you could reboot the whole fucking MCU. I think they, they know they have a wild card up their sleeve. Look, if this if this shit continues to go downhill the way it's been going, hey, we'll just fucking make an X Men movie and people eat out of the palm of our hands. Well, they you know? do. Like I think well, that's where they're at. They actually do have an out because um, it, it just like uh, DC has an out with the uh, the Flash thing, you know, Flashpoint because they can get to reset the entire Heroes Reborn. That's what that because that's after Onslaught. Yeah. Yeah, that's but they it. They can always switch it up too. Yeah, they could so, they could hear us reborn the show, especially after Fantastic Four is introduced, uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Michael Parton said Blade is delayed again because of the writer yeah, strike, and that. I'm starting to think it's not going to happen. Kevin Feige could just scrap it and make it R-rated. Uh, I think I agree. Won't, I agree. But I totally agree too, man. And yeah, and the writers block the writers block. That's the writers strike is going to fuck. I mean, it could fuck anything. Like I think this is a no one's talking about it because there's nothing to talk about because we don't know what it means. We don't know how long it'll last. We don't know what it affects. But for all of us sitting around waiting for a fucking Halloween announcement, waiting no. for a fucking Scream 7 announcement, they aren't announcing shit. Yeah, because so everything's like, been delayed. Right. So, like, why the movies you might, like, like the movies you might be going to see over the next year might not be affected. So you'll be walking through your life thinking everything's fine. But come 2024, man. I, fuck if it goes bad we could be right back in the situation we were with the fucking with, during covid where it's like there's nothing coming out like I, well, i'm scared i'm a little bit worried in my kachachkis all, all right? we have I'm to say is pete, at least thank god for pete davidson going around for a photo op giving out water to the protesters or, or the people on strike because if hero. not for him we wouldn't know anything going on because pete davidson is a national treasure make me what fucking gag with a spoon in my throat what a what disgusting a display fucking, of asshole i think i but might no, no, literally, I'm just going to say, Pete like Davidson literally else. walked around giving out water to the, the, the writer's strike. Like, that was, was like, Pete Davidson spotted giving out water to fucking, like, uh, the guys on strike. It's like, yeah, because that bitch wanted fucking TV time. I don't, dude, I, I think, I do. I, I don't like Pete Davidson. I never have liked Pete Davidson. I don't get Pete Davidson. I don't get the appeal of Pete Davidson at all. I don't, but good for him, man. Care. He got to slam some Kardashian pussy good for him but at the end of the day he i don't doesn't. that guy is literally like he's like a fucking hemorrhoid that just keeps popping up you're like i thought i got rid of it but i pushed you out in the bathroom and it popped up again 
It's crazy because he had a whole movie about his life that came out, and I watched it, and it wasn't that bad. King of Staten Island. Yeah. And then uh, uh, the neighbors were over the other day. We we're watching the Derby or whatever. By the way, I lost like sixty bucks. That sucked. Um, but he was talking. He's like, oh, I've been watching some show. I was like, What's it called? He's like, uh, Boudigan or whatever the fuck it's called. But uh, 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 Boudicus, but 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 or something like know. that. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, it's about Pete Davidson's life. I'm like, this motherfucker had a movie about his life, and now he has a TV show about his life too. Like, I get it's a little interesting, but it's not that fucking interesting. Well, listen, right? I, I feel, I feel like Brett Favre bio, right? And that guy's had an interesting life. Like, and I feel for his dad. Like his dad, I think it was, it was a firefighter at 9/11. Of right. course, which is terrible. You know, thank God for his dad, and his dad's a hero. But who the fuck cares about goddamn Pete Davidson? I don't give a shit about him. I'm, yeah, I, I, I'm very confused as to what the world is about right now. Gary says, by the way, I didn't know he had a cameo in this. Didn't see him. Didn't notice. Saw it in the credits afterwards. He was in the movie, apparently. Who? Pete Davidson was in. Oh, that's why. I get that. Oh, I felt it. I felt it. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, he was that's in why our was wives lower. last was, night, too. We didn't oh, know. Oh, he's a, such a sloppy bitch. He's slippery. Gary says, Mike, how well did you do with the race swap villain as a Klansman? It must have been hard for you. Uh, what? What? <laughs> what does I that mean? Referencing my racist moment on Twitter in 2024, 2023, earlier this 2023. It wasn't actually a racist moment. That's a joke that we have a running joke on the channel. Um, I am not, in fact, racist, and I moved. But Mike is a Klansman. He's an honorary Klansman in a lot of parts of Alabama. I have many leather bound books and <laughs> <laughs> on the white race wow. superiority volume one way, what the f <laughs> why does why does why does his icon have uh, a, a a gentleman named elon musk that is clearly not elon no musk. because that's the joke that have you not that's seen this joke. meme about the cleopatra thing uh, the cleopatra thing so they're like what if no, you just make elon musk racist well no it's like if you're gonna make an elon musk biography you just make elon musk uh, african-american because he's from south africa that's the whole that that's the joke that Gary's pointing out. Well, what about Neil Blomkamp? Arthur Vega says super sticker. Thanks, man. I like your picture. Hey, all right. I like that fucking profile pic. That's a is that one of those hot toys? Yeah, it's hot. That's a toy. I, I no, I, I don't know if they came out with I'm the hot toys, it. Michael Myers. It looks like it though. It's pretty sweet. He looks like a samurai soldier. Movies for real with a picture of Felissa Rose right when she revealed her dick to everyone. Says when Rocket's first word was hurts. That broke that was cute though. Yeah, well, I was like, ah, oh, you fix that fucking raccoon right now, pieces of that, shit. That's when I revealed my heart. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I, there was a lot of there was a lot of emotional. You know what? It, you know what it felt like? It felt like the superhero version of Homeward Bound in a lot of ways. I don't know. I can watch certain scenes of that movie and like fucking instantly tear up because I don't I like that shit, dude. Like it was forced genetic mutation and genetic experimentation without any type of oversight or laws or morals or ethics. And, and this guy was just going in there and experimenting on these, you know, and it was like, like it was heartbreaking, dude. Like that shit's fucking sad, dude. Maybe that's why it didn't get to me. Cause I've seen like man's best friend. Oh, I, I thought you did, cause I do Bob. it myself in my basement. <laughs> I take squirrels and shit and pull, pull them apart. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think my dogs are so cute? Uh, and by the way, if you guys like Felicity Rose, we are doing a sleepaway camp anniversary commentary with her in Knoxville in June. So look it up. Come see us. Come I really see want, about me. I'm not yes, going to say indeed. it. Well, I do want to say it like when we're hanging out there. But like, was that your dick, Melissa? But I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Show us where movie. you put it. Because she'd, she'd be like, no. Or she might get the joke and be like, yes, it was. It's like, I see. We're going to have to tread carefully. Mm -hmm. with we that might moment. actually talk about this briefly like uh, about a week ago, two weeks ago. Yeah. It's going to be weird because we've done commentaries before with other people, uh, namely right. Eric from uh, uh, Pretty Much It. 
but right. we've never done it live with an actual actress that was in the movie. So it's kind of strange on how to approach it. I'm going to have to ask. Yeah. We're going to have to be like, Hey, do you want us to shut the fuck up? Cause I'm going to need that's you what to I was, tell I, us. I don't know. It's like, you, you can ask up. us or yeah. If she wants to lead the combo, that's cool. I don't, I don't know. Are we supposed to just introduce it and then shut the fuck up? I Cause think, I'm fine with that. I will drink from well, my totally. sippy cup. I will totally be okay with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to, I'm I'm anxious to find out what the fuck we're supposed to yeah. do. Yeah, it's gonna be nervous that day because I'm gonna be like, uh, so <laughs> we're gonna be, <laughs> uh, we're, we're gonna be live and we're gonna be live. It won't come up until ten minutes before we have to go live. Like, dude, I don't know what to do. You're like, just go with it. <laughs> just go. <laughs> Maybe with it's it. Maybelline. Well, the fun thing is, is that you and I are gonna be there all day Friday, and then Saturday we're gonna be. We have a booth at the. It's the. It's the FrankenCon convention in knoxville tennessee in june and we're, we have a booth all day long yeah so we have a booth all day long and the the commentary is we're gonna get toasty. Like, yeah yeah that's what i'm saying like we got we're gonna have to watch ourselves because we don't want to we'll, be like we'll oh, paste no. it. hey but oh, listen Fel- from this is a badass dude felissa does like fireball shots with her fans so there right. is a good there is a good possibility that felissa gets drinking if felissa is like off the yeah. chains ready to party like it's 1999 and and we yeah. come up there and and she's like fuck yeah let's show that girl dick i'll be like yeah. all right we're good she's we're, yeah we're that's really the key to it all uh, that's the key to it all and so basically what we're trying to say is if you pay for vip tickets for this event don't boo us. happen <laughs> just don't boo us. i'm afraid of getting booed i, I don't want to get booed <laughs> like you know like if we're start, if anything we're talking and like happen. so felissa and then people are like boo like, shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up, up. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to. Excuse me. What's a Nubian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to have those uh, moments where you're like, you're like trying uh, to interview her at the same time of watching no. her flick because you're trying yeah. to forget that people are watching it behind you. And then yeah. if you're trying to talk and you're like, Felicia, can I ask you a question about this thing? This was like, ooh, you're like, oh, won't you boo your fucking mom for birthing you? We're Shut up. Yeah, we're gonna have to go into that with a game plan. We're gonna have yeah, to figure something out. Yeah. Hey, we got time. We got we got some we got a month. We'll, we'll figure it. It'll be fine. Nora says, What's up, Michael J? I hope you're both doing well. Well, it's shriveled and slightly to the left. But other than All that, right. what are your guys' expectations for the David Gordon Green Exorcist movie releasing later this year? Take care of my did you take hey, care of Norris? Thank you, Norris. I love you. Um, I don't know, man. I, well, I mean, me and Mike have discussed it before. I don't even think they really should have remade this movie at all um i feel like the exorcist the original was and it, it still is in my opinion uh the the scariest movie of all time i hope it's good uh, i hope they don't spend too much fucking time doing a backstory on the whole thing do you know what the exorcist was the, the coolest thing about that they only gave you a brief moment like i think it was in africa where they found the uh the idol or whatever it was i don't know I, uh when they found the uh the demonic statue and then it gets right into the pretty much the action of captain howdy and all that stuff i hope they don't go back and and, and try to make like a fucking 45 minute explanation about the goddamn demon and the statue and what it means and the history behind it and where it connects to the egyptians that once fucked the 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 you know greeks i don't want all yeah, that shit goddamn i just want dan brown i can't i don't like it yeah dan brown can suck an asshole because that <laughs> wasn't true at all but uh, yeah, I just hope, I hope it's good. I just hope it keeps in with the same spirit of the original, which it probably won't. The original is goddamn classic for a reason. There's a reason why that movie's classic. Well, yeah, it's it's hard to say how I feel today. Years gone by, uh, but I'll say this, man: uh, no one's ever done The Exorcist true justice. The Exorcist three ruled. The TV show is apparently good, but no one's ever touched the cusp, the cock, yeah. the the cockle, the the 
the tangle, the taint of what the original Exorcist meant. And Blumhouse put four hundred million dollars doing this. Four hundred million dollars. That and, it? <laughs> yeah. That they got, it? They got, they got our guy Christopher Nelson doing the special effects on it, which is fucking exciting to see. Mm -hmm. uh, and I know that those people are busting their asses on it. Like, apparently, it's been a crazy production. It's hard to say. So it's called Exorcist: The Believer, I believe now. And it's like, I don't know, man. Like, I Blumhouse definitely needs to take a different approach than they took with Halloween for Exorcist. Uh, there's no doubt yeah. about that. Exorcist is not, it's not a franchise. We're going to go, well, I'm really here to see Linda Blair and like hear about Captain Howdy. No. People show up to an Exorcist movie. They show up to be fucking scared. Like, so if you're going to make an Exorcist movie and you want it to be good, there is no Easter eggs that are going to bring people over the top. Like you got to come with the fucking scares. Yeah. Well, Mouse hasn't really done that. So I, I am sketchy about that. But again, can't wait to see what, what Chris well, does. It, well, it's not even scares. Just a good story. Like bring your own original story to it. Don't just copy and paste what the original one. I mean, obviously you need to have the elements there, but. Yeah, I mean, dude, you gotta I, come dude, with the I would, I would be fucking scared, dude. That, that'd be like for me if someone were asking you to remake Godfather. Like, I feel like it's the same thing. Right? No, it is. It's like the horror Godfather for sure. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a great point. Like, and, and that's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Like, I'm sure, like, they have the right reasons for it. I just wonder, like, when's the last? What's the last Blumhouse movie you saw that you said it wasn't good or well produced or well oiled or exciting or entertaining? But what's the last Blumhouse movie you saw that you went that? That pushed the fucking needle and really scared me and took some risks. Exorcist was all about risks and all about uh, being the fucked scene, up and depraved. The scene in Halloween Kills where evil dies tonight. That <laughs> terrified me of the cringe. The cringe yeah, that happened on my time. spine was terrible. It's 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 nerve-wracking, man. It's it's not, yeah. I I I'm I I hope they do great, man. I'm rooting for them. Rooting Tootin, Texas Titan says, it was good. So about that, D. I'm all quit drinking, go church. <laughs> now, we all both know that ain't true, though. No, no. Rooting Tootin, you just telling tales outside of school, just like I thought you would. You goddamn heathen <laughs> from the Texas Tootin area. Shut your goddamn mouth. You ain't going to no church, because ain't no church near you. Shut up. Go drink your goddamn Jägermeister. Goddamn, Texas. I like Texas Tootin. Robin Baker said, you guys excited for the Batman Part 2? Any expectations, hopes Ooh, for the movie? That's a, uh, yeah, man. I, I love Robin Pattinson. I, I, well, yeah, I'm excited. I, I'm actually uh, looking forward to the, uh, the the Penguin Netflix special. Is it Netflix? Uh, I think so. No, I, uh, HBO Max. HBO Max, HBO yeah. Max. Yeah, yeah, HBO Max. Um, it's going to be interesting. I hope they don't use the Penguin for the sequel's main villain, even though Colin Farrell is a goddamn masterpiece in the film. It just kind of the Batman Returns had Penguin as the main villain. I don't want to have it where it's always copying the main villain of another movie. I want to see like Mister Freeze. I want to see some other different villains, and I definitely don't want to see Joker in Batman Part Two. But I'm excited for it. Yeah, especially if they bring back the time of the type of tone they had going from the first movie. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited too. I, I, I I'm not nearly the fucking Batman, the Batman fan that Jay was. Uh, for, for 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 robert pattinson's batman but i think i'm excited to see what they do with it for sure because I, I still love the movie i'm still excited to see it for sure and i like your icon man i love jay and silent bob so much dude i hate to do this because like last time i did this your internet went out but my wiener hurts really bad right now and i have to pee again you gotta pee again i gotta pee i don't know what's going on maybe i have hematosis 
Um, <laughs> Gematosis? I made that up. I don't know what is it, it means. Uh, so no, is that where you bleed a lot? I'm sorry if it oh, no. Maybe. It, <laughs> You're bleeding out your neck. My neck hurts. I got the hematosis. All right, yeah, that's cool. So where are you at? Uh, Barb is next at 9.09 p.m. Oh, she got that Stu Lip shirt, by the way. That's in the dropper down below, Ski. Uh, she's at 9.09 uh, p.m. I'll read it if you want to just catch up. While I got it. Doing yeah, that. I'm here. Okay. Uh, movie ranking app. Let, uh, I'll tell you right now, Barb, the only one I know of is Letterboxd, and I'm terrible about keeping up with it. But it's really fun to rank your little movies. It's like when you collected cards when you were a kid, and you would like put them in their special little spots. It felt nice. I don't know what that is. I've never Letterboxd? Heard uh, no, I, I don't. I really, I literally don't know what that is. It's fun. You should Google it later. I'll be right back. All right. <laughs> Love you, Barb. Thank you. Uh, 666, you shouldn't be coming on here. You should be ruling hell. What are you doing here? Thank you so much, though. God damn, it's nice to see you. I thought you were busy ruling hell and, and being evil. But sup, dudes, who won? Who wins in a drink off Mike or Jay? Well, that would be Mike. I mean, it, are you talking about soda? I'll win. If you're talking about beer or alcohol beverages, 666, I can't do it. You should join the Patreon, man. You can see that shit for yourself. I can't win. I can't win. I had to be a ref now. Those that can't drink become referees, as it goes. So it would be Mike. Michael Parton, thank you so much, man. He says, Feige must unlock his chesty belt and get it up. Go, get it up! You want that? I'll let Mike know. Yeah. He needs to do that. He needs to let his dick fly free. I get you. Gary comes back in. Kang's real name is Nathaniel Richards. He is a descendant of Mr. Fantastic. So where is Fantastic Four? You are absolutely correct. And I love your nerdism and I respect you for it. And I want to build a statue of you in Peru. You are so right. It's Nathaniel Richards. And I know you guys are like, who the fuck is that? Dude, Nathaniel Richards is also Cable. You guys know Cable? Nathaniel Richards, the son of Cyclops in Phoenix. Awesome ass character. No, it's not. I'm kidding. It's that's Nathaniel Summers. Nathaniel Richards is actually the grandson. But anyway, um, yes, dude, you're right. Uh, it's a total tie into Fantastic Four. They don't bring it up. I don't know what's going on there. Um, I feel like the first thing I would have done acquiring the properties of Fantastic Four and X Men would to would have been to make the movie. But I guess that's why they make the big bucks and we're just stupid assholes that go see their movies. Um, Jonathan Gerardo, um, Gerardo, um, I, I don't know. I might be saying your, your last name wrong. I'm sorry, sir. Says, sup, bless? Binged all your Friday night fights recently and you should pit the final girls of the 70s, 90s versus the 2000s to present. Thanks for doing it live tonight. Well, you welcome, Jonathan. And that's a great suggestion. Um... That's a lot of shit, though, though, huh? So you want us to pit the final girls of the 70s to the 90s. you got to pick those. Versus the 2000s. There's a lot of bitches there, too, to the present. You know what's going to happen? Who's going to come out on top, right? Everybody, like, if we made a poll, everybody would, it would be Jamie Lee Curtis. 100%. But I, that would be fun. I feel like that particular idea though it's a great idea but we have to split that up into into several parts but i do like the idea i do like that idea maybe maybe jonathan oh and we're, we're caught up good ryan tuvel says hey jay action says ben richards ben 
No. There was Franklin Richards. Nathaniel was... I could be wrong. I might be getting my comic book shit messed up here. Uh, hold on. Uh, I was literally going <laughs> to... I'm looking at my... He says, breed me nice and tight because it was in bold. I can't... Hold on. Um... Okay, Ryan Tuvel says, hey, Jay, have you played Star Wars Survivor game yet? No, I haven't. Um, I, I got it. I, I bought it. I pre-ordered it. Um, I have not got a chance to play it yet. I'm playing the Miles Morales Spider-Man game. I got to finish that first. Then I'm going to jump on Jedi Survivor, and I would love to give you guys a review of it after I get done beating it. But I'm, I'm looking forward to it 100%. I haven't got to play it, though. Um, just like I haven't got to play uh, Resident Evil 4, which I also want to play. Um, but, dude, there's so many games. And, like, dude, goddamn, I, Final Fantasy 16 is going to come out next month. Okay, I'm excited for that. <clears throat> I haven't been excited for a Final Fantasy game in quite a bit, and it looks really cool. Tomo Ogata says, Lijay would vote Jessica Bill. Yes. <laughs> like, you're telling the truth. Am I frozen again, or you guys just stop talking? Am I frozen? Okay, it's just me then. I ran out of interesting shit to say. That's what happens. You know, it's all about content, bro. <laughs> you got to make content, bro. Um, Michael Parton says, what the fuck? Is there, are you guys talking? Oh, no one's talking. Oh, shit. It's got quiet in here. All right. That's okay. It's okay. It's all right. I don't care. It's fine. We'll just sit here and look at each other weirdly. <laughs> uh, I'll do that with you. Uh, Diablo 4, anyone? I haven't played that, but Michael Parton is asking. Uh, Tomo got Jay, apparently there's brothel, brothels in Final Fantasy 16, so we know where you're going. I wasn't going there unless it's part of a quest. Uh, Action says, Jay, would you do a video game stream? It's funny you should mention that. Um, there is a possibility maybe possibly yes it, it might happen um mike and i have been talking about that I, I don't know you know and again we i'm not sure how many of you would be interested in hearing my thoughts on a game or a video game news or whatever but it might happen it might happen um as far as a stream of playing the video game if if there's support for it i'll do it i mean i don't give a shit i'll embarrass myself because i don't I'm not great at video games, but I love like raging because I do a lot and I do like playing them. So Dan says he lost in my baby blues. Their context, Dan. I'm kidding. On go art collector says, Don't worry, I'm here, Jay. Thank you. I was wondering. It's like if he's not here, I can't do it. Dude, the worst thing happened. The stream fucking what? stopped talking. So it's like I thought I froze again, but nobody was just they were they just weren't talking. And so <laughs> what I thought happened was is like you know how like when everything gets quiet and you fart <laughs> and then everyone's waiting on you to say you did it, mm -hmm. and then you're like, I'm not I don't know who did it. It was me. Yeah, it just stopped. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> what was the last super chat you read? I right? got them all. They're they're all gone. Uh, okay. All right, I gotta go um, pee though. Okay. Enjoy the pipit talk. Sorry about all the pee-peeing tonight, guys. Sometimes our dicks just don't listen. I think all men have had that problem, right? Sometimes you just 
having a great time and you're like, why won't you do what I want? Why won't you stop coming all the time or start coming? Whatever I want you to do, it's like you do the opposite. They say that the brain has its own wiener. The, the wiener has its own brain. And I believe it because sometimes it just doesn't listen. You know, ooh, it got cold in here. What happened? Fucking Kentucky. Kentucky's a piece of shit when it comes to that. Um, you know what's funny, you guys, is diarrhea. I had diarrhea today, and I had a salad for lunch. And I swear to God, I pooped, and I looked in the toilet, and it was salad. It didn't do anything in my body. It just came out the way it went in. And I went, I didn't get any of those goddamn nutrients. Not a one. And I need them. I need the, the salad nutrients. You know? What am I going to do? I'm going to have to start drinking my own poop. <laughs> All right. I'm done. I swear to God. All right. No more poop talk. That was disgusting. I'd like to apologize to my parents and my dog and everyone listening right now. All seven people, my wife, especially, who has to go in that bathroom when I'm done. Um, it's awful. It's a horrible experience. But it's happened to you guys, right? You know what the worst thing is? Is when you leave the house and you have somewhere to go. And you're like, oh, I've, I've been waiting all day. I've got my appointment. And you get in the car and you're driving. And then your stomach goes, goo, 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 goo. and you go, oh, fuck. And then you have to, either you have time to turn around or you don't. Either you have time to turn around or you don't. And it's a, it's a decision we all have to make in life. Stop at a gas station. The worst thing you could do is actually go to the place you were supposed to go and poop there because it's definitely going to be an uncomfortable situation. You don't want that. You don't want that at all. Um, Eggshin says, well, Green Bay win three or four games this year. You know, I'm hoping for 7 to 12. Anywhere in between there would be nice. Uh, but it's going to be a dark it's going to be a dark year. For Green Bay. But I can root for Aaron Rodgers too. So I have two teams now. Fuck you. I make my own rules. I do what I want. I do what I want. Hey, what's coming out? What's, what are you guys going to see this week? What's uh, Oh, this week is Hypnotic with Ben Affleck. Robert Rodriguez directed Ben Affleck film called Hypnotic. And it looks dumb as shit. But I love me some Ben fucking Affleck, man. I'd watch that guy eat corn. Not even on the cob. Not even on the cob. I like Jordan Love. I do like Jordan Love. I think he's going to be good. I just think that the Packers fucked over their quarterbacks. It's not Jordan Love's fault. Here in 12 to 13 years, he'll go to the Jets and we'll all be pissed about the next guy. Jordan Love's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I'm sick of Green Bay fans is what I'm sick of. They're entitled fucking assholes. And I say that as a Green Bay fan. Um. I got a couple of you guys saying, hey, look at my last fucking super chat, Mike. I want you to fucking see it. And I will. Gary said Kang's real name is Nathaniel Richards. He's the descendant of Mr. Fantastic. So where is Fantastic Four? Gary, I don't know, but that's not Elon Musk. All right. That is not fucking Elon Musk. I know. I know. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen, man. It's all so deep and twisted and fucked up. Um, yes. <clears throat> Get it up. Put it in the chastity belt. I wear a chastity belt on the weekends. 
yeah. just so I'd keep my shit together. By the way, we didn't give our <clears throat> ranking for the movie overall. We didn't. We actually have to finish talking about it as a whole, honestly. We, we kind of... That's true. We kind of blazed over. Um, yeah, what else? Uh, okay. I mean, uh, yeah. I don't know what... Uh, well, the movie itself, it, like it mainly explores uh, Rocket Raccoon's backstory, which I think everybody could pick up from the trailers. Um, it is the end of the current Guardians of the Galaxy um, lineup, as we know, because at the end of the movie, they all decide decide to go their separate ways, except for Drax, Rocket, and uh, Nebula, and then everyone else just goes their their own way. Um, you can Mantis, go your I, own way. I, I don't care about, and you know, I know people like her, and, she, and she's a good actress, but I don't care about Mantis. I don't give a shit what she's doing. I feel like well, the way that she said she was going to be like just going out and patrolling with her like three slug things. I feel like that, like, I feel like that was Disney saying, we're going to make a TV show on that. Like, nobody, corny. Care. I was like, nobody's going to give a shit. But I mean, you are Disney and you like to bleed money. So you might make a fucking uh, Disney Plus show like that. So you might do that, but nobody cares. Um, the only one that people really are Star Lord. Chris Pratt, he he goes back to Earth to reunite with the grandfather from the first film. Um, and then it's just, and then you have that second scene where he's eating cornflakes or whatever and talking about mowing the lawn. <laughs> it was so stupid. I mean, it was dumb. It is but he's, it's funny because like it's like seeing Star Lord like he's like because that, that is like that is that is an argument you have with your own like mom that or is true. Or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean it's weird if I mow the lawn and a 43-year-old man's just watching me mow the lawn. Like I that part was funny, but the, the fact that it went nowhere is what made it so awkward, you know? Yeah, and then yeah, and it says at the end, Star Lord will return. Um, which I was actually shocked at because I thought Chris Pratt was done. I which like I mean, I, I think it begs the question. Um at the end of this movie, there is a moment, like I said, uh, where Chris Pratt jumps out of the spaceship and he's floating through space and he looks and he's fucking dead. I mean, he's fucking dead. His yeah. face pops. He looks like the worst uh, victim of, of sure. plastic surgery you've ever seen. And, and and then like Adam Warlock saves him and then uh, he, he comes back. I here, Here's the question. Would you have rather him died in this cool ass movie or are they going to bring him back for some shitty phase five Marvel movie and kill him off in a kind of crappy way like they did Loki at the beginning of Endgame. You know what I'd rather see? Like, honestly, like, I feel like I would watch a fucking... And tell me if I'm wrong about this, you guys. I would watch a Star-Lord standalone movie where it was, like, deep in his character and what he's going through. And maybe oh, something comes... Maybe they do the Thor thing and something comes down to Earth and he's alone and he doesn't have this super team to help him. Dude, I would and, love and, that. That actually be really... You make a, make a fucking HBO Max series out of that. Yeah. Yeah, like because we're like it was just him being like a mundane dude, getting right, a job right. and doing shit. Yeah, like I'm I'm into that. Or maybe he tries to solve some earthly issues. Maybe there's a serial killer. I don't know. <laughs> Imagine, I mean, if you're a Star Lord and you're living in fucking Texas or whatever, and like yeah. a serial killer's on the loose, like are you not going to help? I mean, you're dude, a fucking I, superhero. Get I got there I, and find that goddamn dog. What if? You know? What like, if he? What if? Well, what if he? Like he's like I got to get a job. I can't just keep mooching off of you like to his granddad or whatever. And he's like I'm going to get a job at like Domino's. And like he gets a job at Domino's, and he's like kind of like you know he's delivering <laughs> pizza. That. Yeah, he's delivering pizza. But he's like that. he, but he's like kind of like lost. It. He's like, dude, I used to I saved the galaxy, and nobody knows who the fuck I am. Dude, I think that's cool as shit. Yeah, dude, that's I would be like, hey, because what it, what it does is it brings back the Chris Pratt from the Parks and Rec, kind of in a way. Yeah, and and he's kind of a goofy asshole, 
And he's like, dude, yeah. I used to, I, I literally traveled the universe and I saved the world and the universe with the Avengers and nobody knows who the fuck I am. And I'm delivering pizza to assholes that give me like shitty tips. Right. And then he has to get pulled into like, you maybe he gets pulled back into something. Dude, I feel like that would be amazing. It's a touch too Spider-Man-y, but like I still love it. And also, like, imagine like Star Lord interacting with like Deadpool, like in Nebraska. Like, you know, like yeah. not not spacey and all this shit like that, but just the character. Like I a regular character yeah. expand a little bit and like interact with like a Deadpool or something like that. Well, it wouldn't be Deadpool because he's too superhero. I like have him interact with uh Happy Hogan. Like he delivers a a pizza to Happy Hogan, uh, like John Favreau, and he's like, <laughs> Hey, yeah, you know, he goes, Hey, too. you know who I am? He's like, No, I don't know. It's like this whole he's like I'm, I'm Star Lord, man. Like, it's me. It's Star Lord. Yeah. I, I came back and he's like, oh, you got to refresh my memory. He's like, when he snapped his fingers and I came through the portals and I saved everybody. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, there's, there's so many cool moments in that. There's a hundred, there, there's a bunch of stuff that can do. I do like, by the way, that they, and I thought that this is part of the reason I think the Christmas special set it up so well is when they're building their own society of people. It's pretty cool for like what the guardians are all about and what they do. Because at the end of the first movie, technically you could have ended the first Guardians in the movie and never gone back to them. And it'd be like, hey, they're out there doing their hijinks and doing their shit. And it's like a bit of both. You know what I mean? And you could have yeah. left it alone and it would have been fine. But like with anything that you could have. But like, I love how they left it off where they have their own little society on their own little planet. And, they're, and, th and they can take all these animals and they can take all these people that they've saved and they can build a society and and really be like a, a, a refuge for the broken. That's a really cool idea. And I love yeah. that. I thought that was really cool. Again, I really loved it. it kind of that's the part that almost broke me when there when there was like Drax wasn't meant to be a destroyer, he was meant to be a dad. And yeah, that was, that was really good. That was a really good twist. One. Yeah, because that guy's been yeah. through so much, and we kind of just looked over it. Like, you know, like well, well it's a yeah, joke, it, his kids got killed, but like that brought that's, it back that, home. That's a, well, you know, Drax the Destroyer, yeah, they they totally glazed over that, and, and you do get to see it a lot more. Well, you know, at the end of the film, you know, again, high evolutionary, his goal is to make the perfect society. He wants the perfect um, genetic uh, person to exist in world in a world that he creates. And he has all these little kids. Uh, let's overlook the fact they look like kids from Village of the Dam with blonde, white hair and <laughs> weird you know, yellow eyes. Let's overlook that. But there is, you know... Uh, Drax is the only one that can speak their language. And he called, he goes, Hey, dumb idiots. Like, you know, it's just Drax. He goes, Dumb idiots. And then she he talks horrible. to him. Yeah, but he takes care of them. Yeah, we overlooked that. But it's really, that that was a really powerful scene. It was really good, really well done. And it, I feel like that is the moment where Drax the Destroyer um, is completely fleshed out now. He's completely, it's, it, you come back to circle one because again, you're right. People overlook the fact that he lost his daughter. Yeah. Like his daughter died. He got they got murdered in front of him, and like they make him a joke because like that his species takes everything literal. But right. yeah, it was a really well, cool moment. Yeah, tell me this. Do you think I think this? And this is probably unpopular, but I, I I've never been a Nebula person. I think her acting is so. And I get I, I know that that's the character and that's what it's called for. But I think it's so fucking overacted. Like the character mm. of nebula like i think every line is so overacted and over the top like i am angry and that's what i am steve like i just i never got that storyline you know what's all. really interesting about that is that uh she uh, uh karen gillen uh did an interview and they were asking her how did you do your you know how did you come up with your character or or how you 
did it. And she's like, uh, James Gunn actually told her, because she's like, when I first put the makeup on, I was doing the standard villain thing. I was just acting like, I am, you know, Nebula, whatever. So he's like, she's like, James Gunn said, be Marilyn Monroe mixed with Clint Eastwood. So talk with like a <laughs> sultry voice and then be, well, no, but it worked. I mean, if you look at like moments, she does talk in a sultry type of way and then walk in a very like swing in the hips, but like a Clint Eastwood way. But she is, yeah. I feel like in this, I don't think she, she was bad. Like she wasn't terrible in this movie. I, I, what I, what I really felt they were going for and they just didn't have the balls to push the gas on it was that Nebula wanted to be with uh, Star-Lord. And I feel like they wanted to, I feel like there was a moment where they like considering, well, maybe Star-Lord right. just falls in love with Nebula, and then that's the new Gamora Star-Lord Star thing. But maybe it's too weird. I don't know. And then they just decided, because I feel like they went over the top with Gamora in this. The Gamora was way overcompensating. Like, I'm the it. bad yeah. guy. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah. No, I'm I not agree. Gamora. Like, yeah. it was like, come on, I get it, all right? But, you know, it's even Gamora in Endgame wasn't acting like this colossal bitch that you're acting like. Yeah, yeah, no, I think so, too. And I, She was I, acting more like Nebula than Nebula was. Yeah, no, it's true. And she was like, it, and like, I mean, there was the, like, Nate Fillion was great. That scene was good. Was really I don't good, know, yeah. dude. It's like, watching, watching this movie was like, I kept thinking about James Gunn's Suicide Squad movie at the end where they had that mm. giant fucking monster running around. It oh, was yeah, just kind star. of dumb, but it was still sort of fun. And it has that hint of trauma, trauma, and it has that hint of, like, stuff to it. Like, but it eventually, like, I'll say this, just like cap it all off. was just like my opinions on the movie or whatever. I was with you. Like, I, I think that the movie was I, a little torn, dude. Cause like I, I enjoyed watching it and I love the guardians because they are something special mm. that it feels like they came out of a, a laundry machine of like, they're like the blink um, 182 of the MCU sort of. Yeah. Like they, they, they are. Yeah. They came out of a laundry machine of a formula and the same shit. And they managed yeah. to come out of that even in their last movie and still have their own stamp of originality and like, and feeling to them and sort of like, yeah, a punk rock vibe to them a little bit. Mm. Uh, that being said, there's parts of this script that if you told me AI wrote it, I'd believe it. And there's little lines where James Gunn's balls stick through and they shine through and it's like oh that's cool man like I, I appreciate that that feels different than it would have in anybody else's movie mm. but i'd say there's a large percentage of this movie that still feels like it's a part of the marvel formula and maybe it's not so much the marvel formula but now it's the guardians formula because the first movie was so strange but now we're all always going back to the first film so like that shit i'm still tired of i'm still fucking wore out mm. right now on the MCU, I'm still wore out on superhero movies as a whole, but I enjoyed this about as much as I could possibly enjoy an MCU movie right now. I'm going to give the movie an eight. I thought that I thought that it was, it was formulaic in certain spots. And I thought that they were start, they were trying to tug at certain certain, certain emotional strings. And it was a little bit obvious. And I also thought that they wrapped up a couple things too quick, but I cared and I was interested and I yeah. was emotional so overall, it's an eight out of ten for me. I enjoyed the movie. If I saw this movie ten years ago, it probably would have been a fucking nine for me. But I've just seen so much of this at this point that I'm like, I just I want something more original. Even now, even with this movie, I I watch it and I go uh, CGI fucking. We're space. so spoiled. God, we're so it. we're such spoiled bitches. Right. Yeah. No. And I know, and, and we have every right to be. By the way, you have every right to be spoiled because you demand like you want things to be like what they were. I mean, you're, you're a paying customer. I mean, you're asking yeah. him, hey, man, 
can you just give us a good product? Like that's what you're asking, but I love chocolate, but if I eat chocolate all fucking day long, eventually I'm going to get sick of it. You know, yeah. well, I'm going to give the movie a nine. I, I enjoyed it uh, a little bit more than you. I do feel like it was, it was well too long in the tooth in a lot of scenes and the movie itself should not have been almost two and a half hours long. It, it really shouldn't have been, no. but I feel like they, they did a great job of, uh, of bringing everything together and, and, and sending these, heroes that we've all known since guardians one off into their own thing because again it, it, it's the last time we're ever going to see them together like it, like that's just facts um just like the you know it's the last time that you're ever going to see i'm not going to say the last time but you're you're never going to see the peak um iron man and captain america and hulk and all those guys together again maybe they come back later on in phase six or seven it'll, or it'll never be the same feeling yeah, but it'll never be the same but you'll never have that moment in Avengers where they're all like standing in that circle and that awesome music montage comes in and the camera swoops around. You're never going to have that again. And I felt like they did a good, like it really did feel. And when I say it felt like a graduation movie, like there was something, there was something very eighties about it, like very eighties, like at the end of breakfast club. Right. And I know it's weird. Like you're like, what the fuck? But at the very end of but Breakfast if it was, Club, but if it was the third Breakfast Club, yeah. If it, like, you know well, I mean? no, if, well, at the end of Breakfast Club, when they're all walking out in the field, and uh, Bender puts his arm up, and then it pauses, and then that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's all you, dude. I'm like, if they had ended the movie that way, I'd be like, I'm totally happy with that. But they had to make sure that people understand that these guys aren't going to be reunited. They're not going to be together. Um. I and and the, and then the emotional stuff in the movie, God damn, I didn't expect it at all, which I was pleasantly surprised. I I saw some bad reports coming out about this movie. I heard people like, oh, you know, MCU's fucked themselves. Marvel, you know, Disney's on you know on the ropes. That's not true at all. This movie was really really good. I really did enjoy what they what what they did, and it, like and even you admit they attempted to do things that maybe it didn't work out for you. But it worked out for you know other people. But Overall, I feel like, it works. No, yeah, yeah. But I yeah. feel like this is the best movie, and you're right, hundred percent. This is the best movie they put out since No Way Home. Since yeah. No Way Home. Um, and I may, I may and, even and appreciate it, it more. I don't know. Yeah. Well, No Way Home yeah. is is superior in every way possible. I mean, it's fucking, you know, Andrew uh, Garfield and 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 Tobey Maguire coming back. Like that movie is on a different level. But this movie, man, man, it really pulled at the heart it pulled at the heart in a way that I didn't think it was possible out of a guardians movie. And it made me care about a character that I really didn't give a shit about. And I know that it's getting, it's going to sound sacrilege to guardians of the galaxy, like hardcore fan base. It's like, how could you not care about rocket? I mean, cause it was a CGI fucking character. I just never, I never cared about the character. Cause even though it's like played well by Bradley Cooper, it's a CG character, but they did a great job. With, uh, with 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 explaining his backstory of having this emotional impactful moments throughout the film with with a CG character, so yeah, yeah. man, I, I I give it a nine. I mean, uh, I would give Guardians one and will be a ten forever. It'll be a ten, 10. yeah, Fucking a 10. ten, yeah. That is a gym of the MCU, not the gym of the MCU, but it's a gym. In it, the it's MCU. a gym, yeah. It might be the like, gym. It might be the gym. It's a, it's the biggest surprise for sure. I, I mean, I would probably say of the whole MCU for me it would be not in game, but what was the very very last one? Was it in game? Infinity War. The very last, the very last MCU. In game was last. the last one. Okay, in game was fucking the one before Infinity. War no, was that fine, was like collectively like, like holy shit! Endgame. I can't believe it. Yeah, I know exactly that that somehow that underrated. is still the best superhero moment of all time when they all rise up and they charge Thanos' uh, army and the music. Yeah. Yeah fucking shit man but Nothing dude at the same time like but it, but the the you you already said it guardians of the galaxy volume one 
it literally came out and everything else was being serious and it, it like it did its own thing. I feel like yeah. it was like it was like what was supposed to be the Ant Man movie before they fired uh what's his name? Edgar Wright. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, I agree you guys were talking about it a little bit in the chat. I agree Ant Man three sucked. Like it's not that it sucked. It would have been a great movie fucking 20, 20 years ago. But dude, it's so goddamn. You, did you Ooh, see it? Big boogie monster. Yeah, I took Ellie to see it. Was it's it just bad? like hey, it, it's fine because Paul Rudd's so likable and you care about his relationship with his daughter. But apart from that, oh my god, dude. It's was it no like there was nothing like this though? No emotional not really not at all like just pure mm. fucking disney plus bullshit like uh it, it it almost feels like some of these movies are just trying to rip off star wars so i'm gonna like, wait I'm, I'm gonna wait i'm glad i'm gonna wait because i was gonna rent it last night because after watching guardians volume three i'm like hey i'm gonna go watch ant-man three and they're like it's 20 bucks and i'm glad i waited because it's it's gonna be on disney plus in like a couple of weeks yeah wait for it here's what they don't realize dude they they think like when they do these movies like ant-man 3 specifically it was like oh look at these crazy weird creatures and we're in the quantum and all this stuff like that and it's weird and it's exciting and it's new and yeah. it's like when star wars did it no one saw anything like that you're just doing the same shit you're mm -hmm. just bringing the cgi monsters that have different googly faces and you're expecting us to really care about this new plight and it's the same fucking goddamn script it's like point a to point b to point what's like, the god of rotten tomatoes ama3 was really I, I think that the critics loved it and i feel like the, the audience hated fucking it. love it they always fucking love it. i think it was lower than expected but like yo you again, can look it up i, I think the, the critics fucking I, I know the audience score was low i just want to see how low it was the biggest problem with quantum mania dude is that you have paul rudd like you have Paul Rudd and his relationship with his daughter and their family is the most interesting thing you got going there. And they yeah. made that level D and they made the CGI spectacle fucking C, B and A. And like, mm. and then there was some Kang in there. That was pretty cool. It's hey, a dude. 47. Oh, 47% rotten on rotten tomatoes is quantum mania. Surprisingly. Um, what, I, like, what's the, what's the user score? 83% positive. So no way. Like fans like this. Fans liked it more than critics did, for sure. Whoa, yeah. that's weird. Uh, I, I thought the fans weird. hated it, and the critics loved it. Okay, I, I, I was wrong. I'm just, I'm so sick of it. Like, it's, it's. It, I put it this way. Like, I'll make this analogy. It's like the turtles, dude. It's like the fucking Ninja Turtles. All right, mm. you got fucking Michael Bay Ninja Turtles. You got Seth Rogen Ninja Turtles. You got animated Ninja Turtles. You got these Ninja Turtles. What the fuck is wrong? With what Jim Henson did in the fucking 80s with the dude, puppets. I, I, I don't get that the... shit back. Yeah, dude. Know? Like, like, well, it's the old saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, yeah, I mean, like, again, the Jim, all you had to do, well, the Turtles 3 movie, Turtles in Time, or uh, what, I, I can't remember. They fucked their, their latex. Movie they sucked. look like, yeah, it, it was a terrible movie. But yeah. they also changed their, like, overall, like, aesthetic. Why in the fuck? To me, the turtles look the best in TMNT 2, Secret of the Ooze. They look the yeah. fucking best. They move the best. The puppeteering was better. You could have taken that, the way they, they shot that, and put that in a new film for 2020 or whatever, 2019, it, whatever it came out. Dude, and people would have gone explode. fucking nuts. They'd gone explode. fucking nuts. We'd go crazy. Get a good writer. Get a fucking Tony Gilroy or some shit. I don't fucking know. Get a good writer to make a fucking movie. Bring in the animatronics of old. That shit explodes. I don't know what the fuck they're thinking. It's the same dumb motherfuckers who have the rights to Nightmare on Elm Street and aren't doing anything with it. You yeah. got a fucking gold mine. You're like, oh, what am I conjuring non spinoff? <laughs> I, I, I don't fucking understand it.
I don't understand. By the way, Tomo Ogato is great. All fathers love their sons. Dude, that broke me up <laughs> as a kid. Remember when they all like they all meditated together and or no no uh, no uh, no that that was the the scene where Splinter was like chained against the fence and he's like my father yeah. hates me or whatever. He's like all fathers love their sons. Like, <laughs> dude, you don't have to treat the subject material like you're talking to ten year olds. Right. Right. Take yeah, it serious. And I think Guardians does that a touch. That's exactly that's what they do. Stands dude, out. That's sure. weird that you say that because James Gunn said that the same interview that I, I was watching, he said the main thing about Rocket Raccoon and all the all the characters, I took them seriously. Yeah. Like this is happening. Like these are these are actual characters and this is happening to them. I hate fucking Hollywood when they like, well, it's a joke. They're fucking turtles. Who cares? Take right. them seriously, man, and you will see like results. Like People I remember want that to scene see their it. own lives reverberated to them through these characters. They want to look mm-hmm. at uh, what a Leonardo's going through or what a Star Lord's going through and see themselves in them. So yeah, put because them through you can serious relate. life issues. Yes, yeah. exactly. Which is why Star Lord works so well. The whole thing about, like I said, about the whole thing about him jumping around from person to person, needing to go back, like you know, to his to to his his roots and all that shit, like that. That yeah. shit fucking matters to people. Well, dude, you know, 100%, I, I, I feel like uh, the, 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 the state of, of new movies is that they can't find a character in those films that you can, you can relate to. You can, you can jump into their bodies and see the world through their eyes. Right. Like they, they need that one character, right? That you can be like, I get it. I get the whole fucking thing. I get what they're doing. I can get that. I can relate to that. And I feel like that will be like a, a normal staple of any filmmaking, uh, director that's worth his salt like hey man you got to have that one character that every audience member no matter what your color is your creed your background you can go through their eyes and be like i connect to this world logan logan thinking he's not good enough to be Mm. a dad you know like thinking that he's Mm. not the, the stuff between him and his father figure and professor x like yeah I mean, it's 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 obvious writing. I, I don't know why they don't do it. Like, honest to God, fucking like, I could count. There's there's tons of Marvel movies that have come out that literally feel like they're written by a soulless fucking computer bot. One hundred percent. No, just yeah. eat it up. I don't get it. Well, you're talking about I'm AI, not. dude. Now that sounds like assembly line. A lot yeah. of the fucking AI like type of movies that could be produced for Marvel if they were just like, we don't need writers anymore. We're gonna fire all our writers. And just have AI write all our scripts. There have been in the last two years, Eternals. A lot of these, and again, I'm not knocking the actors doing the movie. By the way, just don't get me wrong; they're all good actors. Yeah. But the but the script too. was garbage. And like, it, it does feel like an AI program could write that shit out based on the formula that's entered into the program. Hey, this is what Marvel's about. This is what Disney MCU is about. So just make a script. A two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour script. Just don't upset There you go. That's it. And by the way, you don't have to cut nothing because you're an AI. It's going to be perfect. And don't upset anyone because you know what? Life's not upsetting, right? Yeah. What? The fuck? Yeah, don't be be offensive. It's about going there. Yeah, don't be offensive. Don't say something you're not supposed to. Don't say things that aren't uh, deemed acceptable by modern-day society. This is what happens, dude. When you chain the risks of directors and writers, you come up with subpar shit. Like, let them do their shit. Let, let them fucking write. Th- Obviously, you don't want a goddamn 
the dragon Klux clan of the Ku Klux, like fucking writing a script. <laughs> but I'm yeah. pretty sure that if a writer that was worth his salt wrote a, a, a line in a movie or a scene that you might deem, ooh, a couple people might take it this way. How about just take a fucking chance and not worry about it? Just make right. the goddamn movie. Make it good. Make bad guys it, like bad if it's not supposed to be. Yeah, if they're not calling for the execution of a person of color because they're that color, unless you're making that type of movie, that's, and if you know, they like, are, make that motherfucker get the worst, right. the most painful just make, scene you've ever seen, just to show what a piece of shit they are and that they fucking deserve. It. Yeah, I would love to work with a writer, dude. But like, hey, man, just make the best thing. Just yeah. make a good fucking movie, man. Yeah. Just make a good movie, and then we'll go through it together. But by the way, if it's something that's going to be offensive to everybody, I don't fuck. Listen, you can't please everybody in the goddamn earth. You can't. You're going to write mm -hmm. something. You're going to say something. You're going to do something that someone out there is going to find fucking offensive. And if you live your life like that, you're going to be an old man before you're 20. Just and I think that, calm down. I think that uh, I think that James Gunn has a little bit of that fucking dog in him. And I think he does. What he does I think so. DC is going to be fucking special. I'm, I'm excited. Really excited After volume three, I was I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking for Of course, yeah. it sucks about Zack Snyder. Of course. Mm -hmm. I feel like he got the, the, the short end of the shaft and he got butt fucked in the shower when the guards were gone. A hundred percent. He I, is Tim Robbins. Yeah, dude, he is. I hope I hope he crawls through all the muck that he can and comes out on the other side like Andy Dufresne and raises his arms up and gets all that muck washed off. Yeah. But dude, James Gunn, uh I think that James Gunn gets what DC is going for. You look at Peace uh, uh yeah, Peacemaker, you look at all that. I feel like he gets the vision. He's like, yeah, and, and it's going to be interesting because he's like, I don't have the constraints that Marvel put on me. I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. I can say fuck. I can say cock. I can say shit. I can write my comedy the way I want to write it. And there's something to be said for the fact that some of these kids that grew up with these movies, like you and I grew up in a different time, but like some of these kids who have grown up with the MCU now who saw Iron Man or Spider-Man yeah. when they were little kids are how old now? They're starting to get 16, 17, whatever fucking age. I'm not going to math it out right now, but they're starting to get to a more adult age. The people that were connected to they're these movies as kids as, a, as, as they grow are going to want to see more adult stories. They, you don't, if, yeah. if you do like, oh, it's kiddish to go see a Marvel movie, you're losing a part of your core audience and yeah. we're dying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, dying I'm, so like, I'm on, what's your audience? I'm on my way. Uh, but no, yeah. well, I think Iron Man came out in 2008. Um, so they're 15 years old. If if a baby was born in 2000, they're 15. Right. So now they're 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 actually they're smoking in, crack. They're, they're smoking sex. crack. They're having sex. They're, they're opening up the emergency exits in, in on the bus. They're fucking <laughs> pulling fire alarms. They're peeing in hallways. Who knows what those kids are up to? But they're gonna be like, hey, where's a goddamn movie that's gonna relate to me? That's yeah. your audience. And now MCU is in a weird spot because yeah. Disney's like. Who do we appeal to? Well, you got to appeal to people with money. Those 15-year-olds don't have money. The ones that are our old asses have money. We're the ones that are gonna buy your products. So they're gonna appeal yeah. to us for a while, it's, but you gotta make shit that's but you gotta make shit that they can that the, those 15-year-olds wanna see. Watch and if Marvel you're gonna be after about Deadpool 3. It, after Deadpool 3, watch Marvel start to switch their game up. Watch them start to take a dark turn to more. No, you no, you're giving it you're could giving, happen. I, no, I want it to happen, but I'm saying you're giving them a lot of credit though. Hey, they've been smart to this point. They're still making the money. Maybe they're a little slow for us. You think they're but... gonna? You think they're gonna challenge DC on the dark front? I don't think so. Fuck, I'd be ballsy if they did, but I'd love to see it. All right, we're gonna answer some of your all's questions before we get the fuck out of here. Jonathan Harado says, "Sup, players? Binged all your Friday night fights recently." Uh, no, I read that pit... one, but, but you can read oh, it too. 
Uh, that's a weird one, dude. That's gonna. That's a, that's a. Yeah, that's like a breakdown. Three videos. That's a tough one. It's a tough one. So what we've kind of done is we've kind of mixed Friday night fights with the tier rankings because it's a little bit fun, a little bit weird, a little bit finger in your buttish. I don't know. Well, yeah, because um, we can but, participate and have you guys participate too. So yeah, but hey, dude, we'll do anything for views. So whatever you say. Uh, <laughs> that should be our channel name. Isn't our channel name anything for views? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean uh, anything for views. <laughs> anything for views.com. Uh Lubis, what happens if I give Michael a hot dog? Maybe a cocksucker. <laughs> Oscar Meyer, cocksucker. Michael Parton says, Count Nefaria, Supreme Intelligence, Intelligence, Corvac. Supreme Intelligence, Corvac Mephisto, the Citri, the, the Citri. Beyonder, and the Absorbing Man are all great Avengers villains that the MCU can explore with their butts. No, I agree with you, Michael. I don't think Absorbing Man, I feel like he's more of a like a like a movie villain of the week type account uh, nefaria maybe supreme intelligence Condiment man yes a supreme intelligence yes korvac yes mephisto yes the Fentry, yes the beyonder 100 percent. mr sinister galactus mr sinister is an x-men thing though no i know i'm just saying but it's more but he, he no he's an awesome villain but yeah you're right michael there's a lot there's a there's a shit ton of villains <laughs> yeah for sure. Gary says the joke is the Cleopatra show on Netflix says it's a documentary, but they changed to race and made Egyptians mad. So the joke is what's next, Elon. I that was that's too deep into the dark web for me, Gary. Yeah, well, I know that they, I know that there's a couple of Egyptian lawyers that are suing Netflix to see what happens there. But as far as I don't want to get into it because it, this look video in the eye. this video would be five hours long, but yeah. uh I get what you're saying. Yeah, they shouldn't have listed it as a documentary, uh, but <laughs> Your profile pic is like goddamn on point. Dude. I, can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't not look at it. I can't, I can't like, do it. Okay. Raven says, "Is Guardians of the Galaxy three better than Ant Man 3? I haven't oh, seen it, yeah. uh, but I mean, I it's, trust me. Yes, it's great. Yeah, it's great. Trust me. Trust me. Yes, hundred uh, percent. Ant Man three is like compared to Guardians three. Ant Man three is. So there's like, nothing you know good what? about it at all. There's nothing good. The good parts. I mean, it's it's Paul Rudd and he's lovable. Like, but the, there's, no, like, like there's no like there's no like overall like it's just shit dude it's 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 Is like it boring fucking, it's like it's like if you're like hey man i want some bubble gum and someone's like i'm gonna give you the best bubble gum ever and then they just give you like that that shitty fucking don't say bigly chew because that's good trident it's like trident oh, yeah. like, thanks for the yeah. trident dog it's just the same shit is it it's boring same shit it's boring it's boring no, yeah i don't want to watch it then uh, it's boring. Yeah, it's not enjoyable. Uh, Gary says, I'm here crushing on Jenna Ortega, and my mind was blown when I found out she was in Iron Man 3 when she was really young. I feel, Oh, fuck. Was she really? I had no idea. Dude, god damn. I don't know. I'm going to have to look that up. Uh, I had no yeah, idea. that makes me feel like a fucking... Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like uh, kind of a... I think that I thought she was kind of cute in Wednesday. We're old. She's over 18 that... now, right, though? She's over 18. Yeah. But we were talking about this before. I feel like now our, our level has to be like over 23 for us to be able to say she's. No, nah, we're getting that like, level now. So we're going to be at like over fucking 28. You have to be. You have to. You have to, you <laughs> you have have to be approaching 30. For us to, <laughs> you have to be approaching <laughs> you have to be in your 40s for us to say you're attractive. <laughs> yeah, safely yeah, yeah. We point. can't be. We yeah. got to be careful with what we say now. It's like it's like that line in and uh 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 the 40 over is just like i respect women so much i completely stay away from them. yeah <laughs> like, it gets like that it gets like that um 
you know, which I never thought I'd stay them. alive long enough to fucking experience this. That's unusual. It's weird. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. I thought I'd die at like 29. No, I'm glad I'm not single, dude. Because I'm like, no, I, was, like, dude, I couldn't. Like, I don't know how old anyone is. Like, dude, I literally said that on? the other day. Can you imagine being single? I'm going to be 40 in February. You're going to be 39 mm-hmm. next year. Can you imagine yeah. being single and like no. trying to go out and run around bars or like Applebee's at the buffet at Golden Corral and trying to pick up a chick? I dude, may as you'd well be, be like a fucking doorman. Yeah, I'm you'd like, be like, hey, let me see your ID. Let you might as well ID. be that weird old guy that's in super bad, nope. like hanging out at the beer pong. At the high yeah. school, fucking show. <laughs> yeah, not ready. Yeah, not, it's it so bad. Work. And I have friends that are our age that are single, and I'm like, I don't know how you do it, dude. I don't know how you do it. I'd be so you scared. A, you gotta have a woman or a guy in your life, man. You, you, it's hard, man. It's fucking hard. Gotta have a fucking doorman just to like be on like Tinder. I don't know. Like, like I got a pinched nerve in my neck, and I've been acting like a baby all day. And my wife's been helping me. If I were on my own, I'm like, God damn it, hurt. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> you just have a couple shots of tequila. You'd be fine. Just have a no, man. I don't want to do that either because then I got to drive myself home and risk a DUI. <laughs> Uber is a beautiful thing. You I don't know. They to... don't. They ain't no Uber here, you it's, unless you're going to talk about tractors in Winchester. <laughs> <The> Uber <laughs> farmers is a farmers goddamn Uber tractor. Like, hey, man, can I get a John Deere? <laughs> you do got to be careful. Hey, be careful, guys. Check IDs. Do do your due diligence. Yeah. You know, don't ever trust nobody. Everyone. You yeah. see yourself as so young, like you look at you're like I yeah. look 22, uh, and you think that that people in their 20s look your age. They don't. It's just no in your fucking head. Way. Be careful yeah. out there on them streets. All right. Yeah. Be careful. And it's a, there's nothing wrong, by the way. It's not insulting to be like, "Bitch, how old you is?" No. I need to see an ID. If Don't she's like, that. if she's like, "I'm 21," and be like, "Nah, I gotta see that. Let me look at that ID." Yeah. You, you yeah. act just, like a detective. Let me look at that. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do like it. that stay saves safe. your ass. Like save your ass. Yeah, stay, stay safe in the streets. Check IDs. Do your due mm-hmm. diligence. Make people sign things. As long as you make someone sign something, whatever you do. Honestly, sometimes I sleep with my wife and I'm like, hey, can you sign this just to make sure it's consensual? And she does. <laughs> I'm not gonna make them um, sign. It. I, as long as they're eighteen. As long as they're eighteen and over. I mean, how do you know? You're good. How do you know? What? You gotta be sure. We'll Jay. go to the courthouse. You gotta be sure. Double check. Well, you got to count the rings. Just check IDs. That's just check you know. IDs. They could be. <laughs> and then trust your gut. If it could be a fake ID, don't be stupid. <laughs> oh, fuck. We're going to go before we get in even more trouble. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah, we should get out of here. Hey, guys, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. This has been fun. This has oh. been fun. Um, good times, I'm guys. Good time. I'm going to make my wife sign a waiver and then maybe have some sex. Um. I don't have to make Jay sign a waiver, which is why I bang him twice as much, you know? Yeah, you know, I don't let him school bang me. I mean, I don't yeah. care. Let's we're just gentlemen. all have sex together. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we're gentlemen. Swinging well. on you like the 60s. As long as you eat a banana first, it's you got the potassium that it's safe. Yeah, and a Viagra. Well, those are important at yeah. our age. I've never had Mike, one. Mike likes to be fucking the ass afterwards. So. I'm definitely looking forward to a Viagra in my future. I'm Would you take it? Me. Would you really take it though? Well, I mean, if you, you had ED, me? if you had ED, you'd have to take it. There's no goddamn question. If I had question. ED, I would start coke off of fucking Ezra Miller's. <laughs> you'd have to, man. You'd be like, man, I'm gonna crush this Viagra up and snort it before I fuck. Yeah, I, it's a <laughs> and I'm gonna drink a uh, like I'm gonna drink a shot parachute. of whiskey. Yeah, yeah, it's going down. There's nothing, by the way, you older folk out there, if you, I, you know, whatever, if you guys are watching, there's nothing wrong with Viagra. You snort that shit, you get your dick rock hard for four hours. You I don't do your, think you're your supposed thing. to snort it. I think you're supposed to take it. Well, I mean, you take it. It's what I said. Right. You take that but shit. I, you don't, or you, you can smoke you it. Snort Viagra? 
John. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no I, don't know. I, don't I mean, know. dude, I mean, people, people, <laughs> uh, don't people fucking smoke, uh, chlor- uh, don't people smoke the fucking shit that they use, uh, embalming fluid. If they That's smoke embalming action. fluid, they no, smart. That's what Action Six said. It's like I hear when you smoke Viagra, you get a stiff neck. <laughs> Ironically, Jay happens to have. A I have a bitch neck. I, I, you I know what? I, I'm like the high evolutionary. I experimented on myself to see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it didn't work, so we got to go back to the drawing board. But yeah, I mean, people smoke embalming fluid. So if they smoke embalming fluid, smoking. I think you watched How High too many times. With no, dude, people do smoke embalming fluid. Why? I don't know. They do. They literally fucking smoke embalming fluid. You want to? <laughs> I'm like, man, I can't get high enough. Let's smoke this embalming fluid together. <laughs> I'm like, man, I can't hang out with you anymore. That's fucking crazy. Oh, hey, thanks for, hey guys, thanks for hanging out with us while our dicks still work. It's been great. Yeah, yeah it's rapidly ending soon. <laughs> See you We're guys. We're just waiting for the other foot to drop. Yeah. Good night, guys. Bye. See ya.